Hello, welcome back to the show. It hasn't been that long, compared to last time it hasn't been as long. Yeah, in fairness, actually, yeah. It's still, still, still another long break. But and we've already planned to do another one in like the next six weeks. Yes. So we're definitely getting better. Yeah. Yeah, getting Whee! better. So how are you, Nick? Any news? Ah, oh, grand, yeah, not a bother. It's same as usual, fucking plowing, working away. Plowing the fields, as they say, you know. Yeah, down the back of Arthur Carlo. Absolutely, yeah, fucking... We're stopping some lads from ploughing fields down the back of Arthur Carlo anyway, but sure, look. Let's go crack. Say so, yeah. You watch anything good lately? Uh, what did I watch recently? Um, I've been on a bit of a kick watching, like, uh video game retrospective so I watched one yesterday on uh, oh, nice. Grand Theft Auto Vice City the dude had done like a playthrough of the original PlayStation 2 version and I was like man I, I can vividly remember playing that yeah, game so much like so much of my formative time I was, it was like 2002 so I was like tw 12 13 so yeah, yeah great game great game. but that game was for 18 year olds like uh, these, were, these were days when this is before Grand Theft Auto San Andreas came out and there was an Hot actual Hot. Ferrari about yeah. you know what you could do in those games you know but yeah it was great it was, great. was it ever revealed why Phil Collins was in Vice City it's so random when you think about it no like no like, there's never really been anything else like that in is, it, is that actually Phil Collins yeah Phil Collins is in Vice is City yeah. seriously wow Probably because he's a, yeah, it's a bit of crack like this. Why yeah, not? So, probably one of his kids was playing Grand Theft Auto Three, and he was like, "Oh, I can see you're beating up that prostitute to get your money back." Uh, yeah, well done. Right. Uh, I'm gonna be in this game now, and there you go. Yeah, pretty good. Anything else? Uh, no, nothing strange. Yourself and um, watch that quarterback show. Ah, yeah. Middling. It could have been a lot better, especially knowing how it ends. With Kirk Cousins, yeah. No, with Mahomes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, they didn't talk about the field, you know, and the slippery and all that. Oh, yeah, and, you know, oh, yeah, That of conspiracy course. theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. stop yeah. the Eagles oh, winning yeah. the Super Bowl. Um, but um, I'd, rec I'd recommend it if you're, if you're interested in football. Like, it's, it's an easy watch, but, like, and you do get some decent, like, background info, but, like, it could have been so much more. Like, they, mm. they really could have, like, gone more into like you know how hard it is to like prepare for a game like they only really touch on that sort of stuff and then they spend a lot of time with don't get me wrong family life and stuff like that that's a huge part of it as well but um uh you know i'm watching a show mm. about quarterback i want to learn you know yeah you want to like, actually learn about football yeah. yeah and like really get into like because you know like like mm. i always say a quarterback wins a game before he steps onto the field but with his prep and like how much work goes mm. into the tape watch and all that i understand i can't give too much away mm. because you know can't give away the, the, the trade secrets but um the long hours that they do put in aren't really highlighted mm. like the biggest thing i think i saw across the whole thing was like uh Mahomes was watching the award show before the Super Bowl from home. So rather than being there to collect his MVP award, he stayed at home or in his Airbnb and was watching tape while <laughs> that was on in the background. Like, yeah. oh wow, what a hard life! Yeah, you know, being yeah. a quarterback must be so hard. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, but again, I'd recommend it. Um, what else? Watching shitloads of wrestling. Can't get enough mm. wrestling. You need to watch mm. wrestling. I keep saying on these podcasts and nobody takes me up on it, but like, I'm not saying we're back in like attitude era levels mm. of like people will talk about this in like mm. 10, 15 years with the reverence. You know, the attitude era and Stone Cold and The Rocker talked about, but yeah. like, it's incredible. Like, mm. I was full on like, you know, 
in bits watching a match there whatever it was two weeks ago mm. at that pay-per-view and you know week to week it's just quality and mm, it's, yeah, it's yeah. they're entering a definitely a boon now and like what was it we've got that show in Wembley with the other company in AW, yeah. yeah in like a month and like they've sold like what 75,000 tickets yeah. in Wembley yeah. and like this isn't like WWE like it's I think it's just because as well in fairness like the, the people over here have been so neglected with like yeah. anything but like house shows so yeah like people are kind of crying out the minute they hear about it and yeah yeah but like it's uh, and again like you know what I mean if, if you've if uh, if you're like kind of like oh, oh but the wrestling isn't real if you're one of those dorks just literally type that into YouTube and watch like it's like an hour long video about like how fucking stupid like thinking that is like mm. oh, yeah, boiling down I'm not watching wrestling because it isn't actually a real sport that's literally the point of it it's yeah. not real yeah. Like, yeah. the Undertaker it, as he points out in that is like a wizard who's yeah. dead yeah, he shoots lightning bolts. Yeah, 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 it's not meant to be like realistic. Yeah. It's just quality entertainment. Um, but uh, yeah, and then other than that, um, oh man, this game. Have you heard of a Dave the Diver? No. It has consumed my life. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my god, I heard about. Oh shit, I've been. I heard about they're doing a. They're doing a reboot of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It's actually apparently going to be. What it was supposed to be in the first place when they do the reboot, it's coming out soon. They're not, yeah, it's so, so later in the year or something like that. Like, they're it, doing so it's a DLC, so it's an expansion, mm. but like they're like fundamentally changing mm. the game as well. But like in fairness, like I played Cyberpunk a uh, start of the year, mm. so I I I kicked that can down the road a fair bit, mm. and uh, I loved it. Yeah, like, that's a, I, I'm actually like I was saying the same because it sounds like something that like when it was first coming out, obviously there was so much hype, and it sounds like a game that would be class if it was at its optimum. And I'm I'm what you might call a subscriber to our patient gamers. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So like everyone should be. Yeah, for sure. But it's one of those things where I mean, I, our patient gamers is like people who play shit from like ten years ago though. But like, it's uh. Hearing hearing that that when I saw like what was proposed in the whole thing and the kind of added um, stuff that is coming in with the new uh, expansion, but also reviews on how it's picked itself back up from what yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I I'm like a hundred percent gonna get that game. Now. You know, I I'd recommend Cyberpunk to anyone as it is right now, and that mm. again it's a patch and then DLC. As far as I know, all the changes they're making are just going to be in a patch that comes out when the DLC comes mm. out so like the game will be different but like I've played it through twice my first run through I did everything like side quests mm. I, I literally like 100% of the game and I loved it uh, and then my second playthrough I just went batshit crazy with my character build and it was so much fun just doing yeah. like the main story and like it, it wasn't so much it was like obviously the story the main beats of it are the same mm. but like, the way I played the game was mm. completely different like how, how I was taking out enemies and stuff yeah cool, cool. Um, yeah. but um, Dave the Diver dude oh sorry yeah Dave the Diver sorry okay pixel game like so uh, I was like, you know, retro style you you're this fat diver who goes into the sea and it's this you're in this like magic area of like uh it's called the blue hole yeah. where every time you dive in it's slightly different and there's different fish and sharks and shit down there mm. and so you catch the fish and then you go up at night to your sushi bar and you serve it and it's incredible really? yeah, it is okay. like i'm at a point now where like all i really want from a game is a mild challenge like just enough to engage my brain mm -hmm. but not stress me out that I want mm. to throw my controller across yeah. the room and that just it helps me relax mm. you know Yeah. and it just has 
everything to perfection. Like mm. when I die, you know, if a shark gets me, like it's like, oh fuck. But it's never like, oh let me fucking sweat mm. this and like load my last thing. Yeah. Yeah. It just it okay, yeah, go on to the next day and whatever. And stuff like that. But it's just mm. so much fun. I couldn't recommend it enough to people. And like the cutscenes and stuff are so over the top. It's hilarious. <sighs> All the characters are really mm. endearing. It's just Nice. One of the best games I've played for a long time. Sounds interesting. Like, I think it's funny that you make that point about how, like, you know, not wanting to play games that are like super, like, fucking sweaty. frustrating. Like, yeah. I, I know there's like a huge thing now, like, you know, it's just, like the the fucking from software games, Dark like, Souls, like, you know, just oh, get, off. get good kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> I never really, I haven't even played one of those games. I mean, like that, the one, the like the last time I played a game that I, that was like really challenging that I really got a lot out of was like Alien Isolation when you're. I tried to 100. I tried to get through that game without dying once. Managed to do it one time, and after literally like had to have been like 20 or 30 attempts, because uh, it's impossible in that game not to die. Yeah. Um, and it was like having watched like uh, like speedruns where they're like telling you exactly what to do in certain places, <laughs> and then even then pulling that shit off was really hard because it's actually quite a glitchy game as well. But um. Yeah, like, and I, I, I know that feeling of like when you do something like that, and like it's like after you've been so frustrated for so long, yeah. and you finally do it, and yeah. you're like, oh my god, that it just there is genuinely a feeling of such uh, like satisfaction when you do yeah. crack something like that. But um, yeah, like now I, I just get way more out of stuff that I can just chill and kind of, you know, just. Folk, like kind of have a bit of mindfulness and kind of like take my yeah kind of take get away from things in, yeah you know exactly. so no, i see what you mean with that anyway but, yeah, but that's even like what you're talking about there like so like that's like a self-imposed challenge yeah so like you're you're you can stop that at any point it's not like you've mm. missed anything from the game like you're just challenging yourself because you like the mm. game to that whereas like those like like i i did dark souls too i suffered through that mm. and like i think that was probably one of my breaking points of like why am i doing this like this yeah. Like, what do I get out of this? Oh, yeah, like, some achievements on a fucking Xbox. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, like, I can see the, the point that I got, like, you know, if you're con- you're just constantly grinding, 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 getting, and then just the one time you get it and you nail it and you're fucking, and you're done. Yeah, there, there is there, an endorphin yeah. release from it, yeah. but, like, you can get that yeah. much easier. Yeah, like, you yeah, can get those endorphins like yeah. again, like I that's thing, I, I used to play games like that, like, back when in mm. my, my youth. Um, but like, yeah, just when you get yeah. when get gotten to a point now where it's like, you know what, my kids are fucking challenging enough, <laughs> trying to fucking dodge and parry yeah. my kids. That's totally fair. Yeah, yeah no, I have enough of that during the day now. But um, well, that was that was a fun little segue. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, fa- we're talking about fantasy football. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the point. Yeah, we can so. go back to wrestling if you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you actually have you acknowledged your tribal chief today? Uh, no. No, I have twice. I know. Uh, you should do. He's your tribal chief. Um, Roman Reigns, the goat. Um, longest reigning champion in modern times. Uh, look, that's not. Well, it is yeah, important. but if, if long, long reign, long reigns matter now. They didn't matter in two thousand. So you know, obviously, the greatest of all time is clearly. I mean, somebody everyone here has heard of. So uh, yeah. yeah. Everyone's heard of Roman Reigns. And not as many people have heard of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sorry, but anyway, we can... did you know he's still one of the top merch sellers? Like, oh, he's easily, still top five. Oh yeah, people buy like, yeah, that school yeah. T-shirt. Oh yeah, like uh, Austin three sixteen, yeah. iconic, and it will be iconic. I I have one that's now in tatters that I need to replace, and I'll go and I'll buy one, and it'll be. Uh, I had uh, no idea it was like that. Like that, it was right. that fucking. Uh, 
Um, the fucking oh, bird just landed. Fucking swallow or something. Yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah it caught me off guard. Anyway, um, yeah, football. Yeah, football. Uh, the reason we're fucking here, um, <laughs> apparently. Um, <laughs> One of these days, we should actually just ramble on for an hour and see how far people uh, can do we should do that, yeah, like yeah. a fucking fake uh, podcast. We'll, we'll just talk about wrestling games and then for like an hour and then just finish it. Yeah. And then and then when everyone, yeah, everyone's like, everyone realises what's fucking happened here. Yeah. Yeah, oh shit, I gave it away though. Actually, anyway. no, before we do, I need to touch on one more thing because it's a very significant cultural event. Uh, Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. Yeah, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Oh, Barbie! I can't fucking wait for. That actually looks really good. Oh, I just want. I just want. I just want as many tips on how I can, how I, how I can ken the best I can. Okay, that's it. I, that's you. I need to know. Need to know how to accessorize. Have you watched some of this shit Ryan Gosling's been it's doing? It's incredible. It's fucking. The 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 foam ink, the two pairs of sunglasses. Oh man, like oh he's 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 like still in character. He's he's still doing all of the press tour in character. It's yeah. fucking glorious. This is, this is what real men are acting. Glorious. Daniel Day Lewis be damned. This yeah. is one of the best performances I think we'll ever see. I do everything for my Barbie. Yeah. And, and and happily. She comes first. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> and twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Oppenheimer looks pretty good as well. Yeah, yeah, Killian Murphy in fairness, like yeah, he'll he'll uh... Although in fairness like I this this is the thing for me. Biopics have been so shit like lately. Like you know those classic iconic biopic movies like Walk the Line yeah. where like Walking Phoenix embodies Johnny Cash and it's an insane movie. But like it's become it's now it's almost like comic book movies now where it's like become a thing that every movie studio thinks they can bank on because they'll make money off it. And then you get shit like Bohemian Rhapsody when where so all bad. you can see is the prosthetic teeth. Yeah. Like that's it. In every scene. All I see <laughs> is the prosthetic like uh, fair play to Rabbi Malik, you probably spent ages getting into the whole feeling of being Freddie Mercury, but all I see is prosthetic teeth. I'm sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. No, no, I agree. Um, but Oppenheimer, obviously, the subject matter is going to be something more interesting. So, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Rant over. Yeah. No, no, I appreciate the rant. I appreciate, I'm here for the rant. I'm here for the rant. Um, yeah, no, Mission Impossible. Can't wait for that. Oh. Is that not out? I thought it was out. It's out, yeah. yeah. But I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it either, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to rant to that. They never let down with those movies, in fairness. Well, I mean, two. The one with John Woo directed is pretty bad. Oh, that no, was no. two, wasn't it? Oh, I mean, more the more recent. Well, the ones since well, the ones since three, where it's basically all you're doing is watching Tom Cruise do stunts. Yeah, yeah. but when that thing, I think what was it? He like noticed, like I think he copped with Marvel, like one of the reasons that they were so successful was they injected a bit of humor. Mm. But the Mission Impossible hasn't gone so far with Marvel has now, where it's like you're completely undercutting the yeah. whole point of your movie just to have a couple of jokes in it, whereas like. The jokes in the Mission Impossible movies have been pretty funny, like the mm. like the whole like you know climbing up the was it the Burj Khalifa with the the glove and mm. all that and like mm, yeah, you know yeah. come on dude like get, get a fucking move on <laughs> you took the scale yeah. the outside of this building and all that yeah. but um yeah no I geez, I love Mission Impossible movies now but uh, um yeah fucking Mission Impossible two and his hair and the the doves John Williams yeah. doves it's weird although in fairness it had that Limp Bizkit song that was. Pretty fucking good. Fuck. That is, yeah. And another climbing scene as well. Oh yeah, that, that limp, that's Dude, like. And that's it, right? I felt like I, I, I think I don't know why you enough hate people, me. Oh, yeah. I fucking love that song. Yeah, it's a great song. A lot of great, 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 great
a lot of people didn't appreciate the callback to Mission Impossible 2 in the not the most recent one the one with uh, Henry Cavill and his moustache when at the end of that spoilers you know they go off the cliff mm. and what does he do he grabs on back he does the thing for Mission Impossible 2 I'm like I was you know the Leonardo DiCaprio meme I was like oh it's the thing for Mission <laughs> Impossible 2 yeah there it is it's the thing he did that thing from the thing yeah wait was it Mission Impossible 2 and Metallica yeah as well yeah, Metallica Runner 2 yeah they were what that was the whole thing with Napster as well. Yeah, Jeez, we're, single, we're actually yeah. going to go on a tangent here for now. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Let's go into football. Who's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, oh, I disappear? They yeah, played I that disappear. live as well, like I fucking disappear. two weeks ago in yeah. France, and Great. it was incredible. Wow. Right, yeah, we'll show you that after. Mm. Um, right, we're not actually going to keep going here for. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah, actually talk about football. Okay, right. So, uh, free agency. <laughs> Man, I just I've done a rabbit hole. So got a splicey, splicey in the uh, Mission Impossible soundtrack uh, throughout this at different points. I don't, yeah, I don't think it copyrighted. <laughs> you know, they'll they, be on to our big podcast oh, now, man, modern, yeah, and yeah. you know, you know, getting all the money I'm making off of this. <laughs> um, so yeah, look, free agency. I mean, look straight away. Like one of the talking points we had before free agency was uh, Brock Purdy and would he hit twenty dollars? <laughs> I mean, Sean didn't waste any time. You know, yeah. Big cock Literally block. Literally twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, like right out there. Yeah. Boom. There it is. Yeah. No more bids. Um, yeah, like Matt really played that down. Like, no, didn't care. And especially after like he traded Kyler to me, I was like, oh, mm. yeah, he's going to go get Brock now. Obviously, he went and got Aaron Rodgers. He was literally the next player off the board. But um, yeah, um, I think I've mentioned this to a couple of people. But uh, yeah, so prior to getting Kyler Murray, uh, my whole plan was to go in and backload the shit out of a contract for Aaron Rodgers and pray to God he retired. Ah, uh, yeah, backload it. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see how. See, it wouldn't, oh, have, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. have worked. Yeah, it wouldn't. Because have. it got yeah. it got up to thirty even. Yeah. So unless I was going to go to like thirty five, forty. I had, I had actually contemplated front loading a huge deal for him, knowing that he'd retire too. Yeah, and I know not like, but just so I could secure him for the two years. But then I was also like, I'm not going to do that. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that that was my like. I had a couple of big plans now, but like it was, the first one was like, okay, backload the shit out of an Aaron Rodgers contract mm. and pray he retires. And then it was going to be like it was him, and then it was going to be like Stafford, and then Ross. I was, but my hope was to backload the shit out of an old quarterback's contract. Uh, but none of them would have worked. So thank fuck I got Kyler Murray um, because I wouldn't have had the funds to compete with these guys. But yeah, like Aaron Rodgers. Four years, thirty dollars. I mean, look, you know, if you get two years out of him and he's good and he retires, yeah. happy days, thirty quid in the bank, and mm. I imagine uh, math kind of banking on that. Yeah, and I think that I think didn't that Brock Purdy deal clear pretty quickly, and then like literally uh, there was uh, ages before any of these ones because I know I was bidding on Aaron Rodgers, Aaron was bidding on Aaron Rodgers, you were bidding on Aaron Rodgers. Um, and it took a while for him to get up to the 30 mark Yeah, no, it, got, um, it got kind of carried away once he got into the 20s yeah, it flew be, up. Because I'm looking at it here and I'm seeing James Conner was the third guy to clear And I know Alvin Kamara went up before him uh, Because I was like deeply regretting paying that extra dollar And, fr- and Kirk Cousins and Alvin Kamara Because I was like, oh I could have just gotten James Conner Who's not going to be suspended this year and is going to be the number one guy in his backfield. And get a lot uh, of uh, yeah, and get a lot. Of, yeah, so I was like, yeah, yeah I was, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah. sure, there you go. Yeah. So you're, you're you're a happy man now, you know. That criminal on your team is a free bird. Hey, listen, I I represent them all the goddamn time. It doesn't fucking bother me. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I mean, look. After that, then, like, you know what I mean? We had, um, you know, OBJ. Like Aaron was, you know, much like the Ravens. 
kind of overpaid mm. there very quickly. Um, it was kind of funny. Uh, I don't think really that got mm. any traction uh, once Aaron dropped ten. And yeah. Odell. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I think it's a, in fairness, like it's a, it's a good fuck around and find out deal, you know. Yeah, I think he's going to find out with that. <laughs> um, like, do yeah. I, I, I like yeah, OBJ. He's going to find out the answer is actually Zay Jones and Mark Andrews. Yeah, like no, I like I like OBJ as a you know hail mary if he mm. if he you know bit of depth at wide receiver mm. if he does pull it off. But like yeah. for what he's in his thirties now, he hasn't played in mm. a year. He hasn't exactly been good for how many years? Like he looked good yeah, in he the looked Super- good with the Rams at the end, yeah. Yeah, but like then we're talking like yeah, 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 before he exactly yeah. <laughs> he beat yeah. me to it. The caveat being before he tore his ACL, he looked kind of good finally. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Um, and then um, I mean Caleb, I suppose yeah, I suppose this is his second yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, the, so the Stafford deal, I think, was a. Uh, yeah, no, I'll get, I'm just going to, so real quick, like, so Caleb got a little carried away early on, like, he had two Kirk Cousins contracts with James Conner and CJ Gardner-Johnson, mm. and, uh, I mean, he, he didn't stop there, uh, <laughs> he did, I don't know if you remember, 12, 12 fully guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, he, 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 every bid he put in was fully guaranteed. Yeah. That, that asshole, you prick. <laughs> no, I know what you were trying to do, and it's fair, fair, fair play to it's actually really good strategy, but, like, um... Man, I was re- some of those deals I ended up having to put in uh, just to get guys away from you. Like, God yeah. damn. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, like, again, I kind of go back to, like, what I always kind of say in these, mm. when I see these, is, like, especially when you start with one and it's not, mm. like, a dollar or two. Like, I mean, even if it is a dollar or two, like, I'm always just like, you can, you can wait. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? If someone's going to go one dollar Kirk Cousins... Okay, cool. Like, just do two then. You know what I mean? You don't need to start off on a yeah. one dollar, Kirk Cousins. Um, but um, just just because, like, okay, you know, an extra dollar or whatever in a Kirk Cousins is the end of the world. But like, it's just the like if you can mm. get that flexibility of the fifty percent, like, why wouldn't you take it? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not yeah. like I mean, unless you're in a situation where you can't regularly check in on the auction and you're like, well, I'm gonna make sure nobody bids on this, which is fair enough. But I guess that's again, that's a separate issue. Um, so yeah, then before we get to uh, the great J.K. Dobbins war, uh, Stephen finally <laughs> cracked the wallet open. Uh, he yeah. gave Stafford twenty-five front-loaded, mm. which surprised me. Mm. But you know. Stafford comes good, great, and if he retires and after two years, you know, you've just paid him a shitload of money for two years. Yeah, as I recall, I don't think he was the only one to front load Stafford. I think Stafford was getting some front loaded yeah. offers, and I think he was the one who was willing to go the highest on it. Correct. Um, yeah, because I think I put a front loaded deal on Stafford. I think at 22 was where I finished at it. Yeah. Um, I was, yeah, because I was hoping to get him. I think the even deal, I think, was at like 29 for two years maybe three years and then front loaded deals started coming in and then I went as far as 22 I think and then let it go wherever it went okay um, again look I thought the worst deal the again you know getting a quarterback is vital mm. in this league um, but uh, I yeah. suppose for me it was like I, when I saw this bid go up and I saw I, oh wow Stephen's mm. being aggressive here mm. this is going to get like this man has so much money yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. finally spending some of it and then I mean, look, we'll touch on the, the rest of it later. Um, but then, anyway, uh, the Great War, the, the J.K. Dobbins War. I oh, mean, yeah. again, you know, we were in the 
chat. We were in a Steam chat, and like you were just losing your fucking oh, yeah. marble so yeah. And like, like I, yeah, sorry, go on. No, it's like again, it's just you know, just the highlights for me were like just the fact that you were losing your mind that he kept bidding you by like a dollar or by point five, yeah. and then you would literally do the same thing. <laughs> but it was like he's in the wrong for doing exactly yeah, what I exactly, did. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, he started it. Yeah, he started it. Um, yeah. But like, what what did we get? We got um, it was a, it was a war of attrition. It was trench, trench, trench by trench. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, I, I bowed out. I signed an armistice at the end of that thing. Yeah, you did. And uh, well, I mean, not unfortunately because, oh, well, to be fair, I think like Jake Evans is going to be incredible this year. Um, but again, he is another guy who's in a contract here, un- quite similarly to uh, to the to the to my my consolation prize player. Yeah, we'll get to him. Don't worry in a second. Yeah. Um, but you know, there, like I think like Brenner put Dobbins up, and if I remember correctly, he put him up. It wasn't a dollar he put him up, but he nominated him. Like it started pretty high, mm. and like we had twenty three bids. Like yeah. that was an eternity. Yeah. But again, like you know, you might remember that clip I posted up. Your man, the Arsenal fan, show, he's done it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is, like, and again, I, I feel like I wish I should have recorded. You were full on losing <laughs> it. It was, yeah, it was. quality entertainment. I, 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 I was just laughing. All only, time. only yourself and Aaron were uh, privy to that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is a fuck. You fucking little bastard. <laughs> Quality. I was like, it's because I went into this whole thing. J.K. Dobbins was my number one target. Aaron Rodgers was was up there too, but J.K. Dobbins was like, I want, I need to get J.K. Right, Dobbins. Go slow here now, because Brenner's, you know, get let Brenner get there, because this is good for Brenner. Like, it's good material. Oh yeah, you love it. Yeah, you have a great time with that now. Yeah, oh, but uh, yeah, it was sort of sell the farm to get Dobbins, and then yeah, sure look. But like, are. I think my favorite part was like when it got to like 26, 27, You're like, that's it. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. And mm. then you got you went all the way to thirty two. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's he got about? Yeah. So funny, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, fair play to you for having the balls to bow out. But at the same time, like you know, I mean, uh, yeah. or thirty, sorry. But uh, you know, props to Brenner. Like I mean, the man has a plan, and mm. he hasn't deviated from it like, since day one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. So then, moving on to the your plan being outbid everyone at all costs, <laughs> at all costs no matter what. <laughs> uh, it's a good, good, good strategy. Um, but yeah. Um, but then your consolation prize. Mm, yeah. So you didn't learn the first go round. What, what do you mean? So learn, nice. Learn, learn, what are you talking about? Learn the first time. What, what do you mean? Cam Akers, you front loaded him again. Like you've literally done it again. He's done it again. Okay, that's you it. dirty bastard. You've done it Where again. It's getting spicy. That dirty but, um, little bastard. But uh, look, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, J.K. Dobbins is my number one target. You have to have somebody who's. Maybe ranked a little bit behind him, but has the same level of upside, in my opinion. He's going to get run into the ground this year, uh, I think. Three games. Um, because it's his, final, it's his final season. It's his last season of his deal. The Rams have no defense. They're going to be... And they'll have a powerful offense. They'll give him the ball. I pray. Um, if you have so, one, if yeah, look, one thing that goes hand in hand is a run game and a really bad defense. Yeah, but... In fairness, Cam's got the all-round skill set and um, the ability to make, make some... Make some... Uh, make some... Uh, yeah, moves, some Cooper, shift around. Cooper Cup targets. But look, sure, look, we'll see how it goes. Uh, either way, I think he's... Uh, 
I think he's going to be. I think the, the Rams are going to be in, in good position to win a lot of games this year, uh, and I think Cam Akers is going to get uh, the benefit of a lot of that. Now, am I going to tell you that twenty five dollars front loaded uh, for four years it was a good deal? No, I'm not going to say that. Um, but would you but rather have Cam Akers on the team? At the end of the day, it's like I said. I've said the whole way through. This isn't. We're not like. I'm not. I'm not an accountant. I'm not trying to make money for somebody here. It's not real money, you know. It's 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 a, a means by it's a facility for getting players on your team. And if you're not willing to overpay and put yourself in some shit holes to get good players on your team, like it's about the team that you have. Like yeah. so, I don't mind that so much. But yeah, it's anyway, still real. To I did me. not. I, I I did not learn my lesson. I will not learn my lesson, and I refuse to learn my lesson. Cam <laughs> Akers. Here, I drove a dump truck full of money up to your house. Again. Again. Front And you're welcome. <laughs> and this time around, it was, yeah, the second year wasn't guaranteed last time. Oh, yeah. So this year. Oh. Well, at least, at, least he'll, <laughs> at least he'll probably still be on my team next year. <laughs> this time. What, what odds are you giving me on that? Uh, I'll give you about. A, I'll give you a front-loaded deal of $25 a year for four years uh, on yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Um... So yeah, the other big deals are out. I mean, <laughs> another one of yours, Nick. Gino Smith. Oh, you man. love that. Oh, you love that. Yeah, yeah, you love that one. Yeah. So like, what happened there? <laughs> How did Gino get up to thirty-one? Gino got bid up to thirty-one. I'll tell you, it's the same thing. People kept doing it again. It was fucking Aaron that time. I think kept bidding up by fifty cents until I pushed him over the limit. Uh, like I can countenance paying Gino Smith thirty-one dollars. Very easily because he was the number five quarterback last year. He just got more weapons. The team's committed to him for another two years in real in real world money. Do I think Geno Smith is a top fucking ten quarterback in in reality in terms of talent? No, I don't. Um, do I think the opportunities there? I absolutely do. Uh, and on a two year deal, especially, it's 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 worth it's worth it because if he hits on his upside in fantasy terms. I have a number. One, I have a QB one or a QB point five, if he's in the top six again. Whether like that's in the realm of outcomes, um, and if not, week twelve cut him, pay it down, and it's gone. And you have two homers as well. You can dangle them in front. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't care. I'm not gonna. I wouldn't be as harsh on Gino as I would be Cam Akers now. But uh, yeah, I don't look. Um, and I suppose right alongside Gino, F, you know. 50 cent less uh, Kirk Kurt Cousins mm-hmm. Aaron went back to that well Well, I think, I, I think to be fair to Aaron I think he's in a similar position to me thinking that like I need to come out of here with a quarterback one uh, going in I'd say we probably had had the same ranking of players because we were both bidding on the same players I had Aaron Rodgers at the top I had Matt Stafford after him and the injury risk on Matt Stafford stopped me at $29 a year uh, Gino then was the third guy on my list, and I was like, look, I'm not walking away without one of them, and Aaron just didn't have the same amount of money as I did, so I got him, and then Aaron just paid whatever he wasn't willing to pay for Gino to get uh, a rerun of two years with uh, with the razzle-dazzle Kurt there, you know? Yeah, um, I mean, I've kind of come around on Kurt as a <gasps> fantasy quarterback. What? Yeah, I know, but as a real-life quarterback. I mentioned this to you earlier, but um, that show I just mentioned, uh, the quarterback thing on Netflix, one of the real highlights is him explaining checking down to end the Viking season. <laughs> like, I'm talking, like, 
of all the comedy specials that they've put up on Netflix <laughs> and I love me some Dave Chappelle that was the funniest thing I've ever yeah. laughed at on Netflix him yeah. explaining why checking it down instead of throwing it to Justin Jefferson albeit in double coverage yeah. was a better decision yeah. it, it, just incredible and I'm like wow mm-hmm. this guy has learned nothing in how many what is he eight nine years in the league yeah. now Yeah. oh my god I'm surprised he didn't take a knee yeah, at this point. Oh, yeah, you remember me to that? Oh, my God, amazing. Uh, but, yeah, fuck's sake, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, but look, again, uh, as, as a fantasy guy, it's, you know, he'll put up numbers and mm. um, in spite of himself. And, you know, the Vikings aren't going to win anything, but he might help Aaron. You know, Aaron's been successful. Mm. Aaron's won games in this league, and a lot of it's with Kirk at the helm. Yeah. So, uh, more power to him. Um I think then probably one of the wilder contracts and one of the things I didn't see coming was Tom of all people going balls deep yeah, on Russell Wilson. Yeah, Jesus. Like that kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, you know, he left like two years ago, dude. Like, <laughs> he ain't coming back. And like, He's and I'm pretty sure you'd soured on him as well at one yeah. point. And I was surprised a lot at that. Yeah, I know. I don't. I I don't know who who was he bidding against. Was it was it? I think Cyrus it? was involved as well. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know, yeah, it was... Like, uh, Tom put him up, and Tom went aggressive on him. Mm. So I, was, I don't think there was a whole yeah. heap of bids on him, but, um, uh, yeah. Like, again, I, I'd be lying if I didn't... If, like, if I said, oh, I wasn't going to go after Russell Wilson if I hadn't got Kyler. Uh, but, like, not front-loading mm. a big-ass fucking deal for him. Uh, yeah, 100%. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd be right there with you. Um, I, I'd say one of the things I will take Tom Kandek solace in is that, like, it's really hard to imagine him being worse than last year. Like that's true. Yeah, it's like mm. like what that looks like would it would be like oh he's literally out of the NFL after mm. like he he if he's any worse than last year, um, and you know there was injuries and the finger and whatever else and he went to count his bathrooms and stuff like that so he was very busy. So, like, it could come good, and it could look like an absolute mm. bargain at twenty four. Like when you're comparing, yeah. no offense, Gino and Kirk Cousins getting thirty mm. a piece, but at the same time, like, it's yeah. a huge hail there, mary. There's a realm of possibilities where you look back on it in two or three years, and you're like, how did I like? It's Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. How did I not think this was going yeah. to be worth that? You know. And yeah. then there's also a, re- a realm of possibilities where you look back on it and see. Geez, he, had, he, he, he all of the signs were there in year one. Like Patrick Starr was literally yeah. roasting him at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, like, but at the end, to, to be honest, like, you, you don't you risk risk is uh, risk is part. As Captain Kirk once said, risk is part of the game if you want to sit in that chair. There you go. And Tom wants to sit in the chair. I there you go. Couldn't have put a better cherry on top of that discussion if I tried. Um, like, like that's like you know what I mean. Like I'm talking about Russell Wilson and like being like, mm, like I'd actually like that Derek Carr contract. Like I think Derek Carr was very much a victim of, uh, um, oh my God, what's that asshole's name? Uh, the head coach for the Raiders, it, it, Josh oh, McDaniels. Josh, yeah. I, I can't stand McDaniels. Mm. Um, yeah. And like, okay, don't get me wrong, Derek Carr wasn't great last year, but like there was nothing about the Raiders that made me go, oh yeah, like Derek Carr is really mm. holding this team back, mm. you know. Let them yeah. go, boys. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, I'm not like, oh yeah, Jimmy G's going to go in there. Yeah, now. he's the, he's the solution. Yeah. yeah, like, oh yeah, like I'm, I am pretty confident Derek yeah. Carr is going to be much better than uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so I like that. And again, you know, new scenery for Derek Carr. 
I've always been a bit of a Derek Carr fan. Yeah, so I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I like that deal again. It's, it's fully guaranteed. Like fucking nearly every other contract in this league now. But uh, I still think though, like you know, if you're if you're going above, if you're going above twenty, and it's not somebody who has a chance to be a QB one. Like I mean a higher end QB. Well, I don't know. Look, I mean at the end of the day, we have to we have to pay. You have to, I'm not like I'm. I, I am really one to talk because there's a, there's a realm of the outcomes for Geno Smith is absolutely horrendous this year. But, you know, like Derek Carr is, I don't think, I think it was like 2017 was the last time he was a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he's he's all floor and no ceiling is what I mean. And if you're putting that kind of money behind someone who's all floor and no ceiling, to me, there is a, you know, but then again, like you never know what what's going to happen when he goes to a new team. So. Yeah, exactly. But it, it, when you've got Josh Allen, mm. QB1, all yeah. you need is just like, please don't score six points. Yeah, yeah. Like, and like, that's when you haven't got a QB yeah. two, and it's it, it, it just an it's a heartache. Mm. Like not like all, like just to have something with like that floor of like you know it's all well and good having two really elite mm. quarterbacks, but like the chances of pulling that off are you know typically fairly slim. But like yeah. it's great. Most people find themselves with a pretty good quarterback, and then. Mm. Hoping to God that they can find someone who just will yeah. be maybe above 12, 13 points a week. Yeah, if, for sure. For and sure. it's just yeah. like, yes, I can depend on that. Do you know what I mean? And Versus, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a facility for getting players on your team. It's not real money. So, yeah. I mean, it is still real to me. I'm going to keep saying that. It's still yeah. real to me, damn Oh, splicey, splicey, that. Yeah, it might do, yeah. That's Sorry, pretty I keep, I'm like, uh, Owen, edit loads of shit into this. Yeah, because <laughs> we're making loads of money off of this. Um, yeah, um... I think Baker Mayfield is probably one of the steals, um, and I know I'm again. Everyone knows I'm a big Baker Mayfield fan, and now obviously, mm. obviously you are as mm. well. Now, yeah, huge mm. Baker Mayfield fan beside me here, um, Sleepy mm. Baker. But um, like, I was actually kind of shocked Baker. that Aaron only went uh, two years at ten fifty when he could have just put in three and had him for three years. I get okay if he's yeah. bad, you want to get out, but like, I'd rather like especially because it's a quarterback like. A running back, yeah, because, you know, the shelf life. Whereas a quarterback, like, you know, he's 28. He's going to play for, like, another mm. six, seven years. Yeah. Pretty. Well, I definitely I definitely think 10, 50, uh, whatever, however, fair enough, More the more years maybe, yeah. But, like, uh, 10, 50 for two years anyway, like, it's, re- it's possible Baker Mayfield's out of the league next year. Um, no. Like, uh, it's, it's a possibility. Well, let's put it to you this way: it's a possibility he's the third string quarterback on the 49ers next year. You know, okay. um, so like my my point just being that like there's also the chance. Look, and I I'm gonna be I'm pretty conservative about any Buccaneers quarterback this year, even though obviously I own one of them. But I like I I think there's a reason there's a reasonable likelihood that there that the passing game will support two wide receivers still being good, but at the end of the day. It's just going to be volume based, and the quality behind that's not going to be great. I, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd be skeptical of uh, of Al Baker uh, myself. But watch me completely change my mind if he wins more than eight games this year. So exactly. <laughs> um, Chris Godwin, seventeen fifty for three years. Do you like it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? I absolutely adore that deal. There, there was there was a there was a bit of a ring of receivers going around that time. It was a bidding war on Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, and Tyler Lockett. Uh, myself, Aaron, and Brenner, I think, were all engaged in that. I think Brenner was going. Brenner and Aaron were were more going after Lockett and uh, or more going after Keenan and Godwin. 
and I had come out of this thinking like with Godwin locked in as a player that I definitely wanted to come away with uh, and for under 20 I think my finances kind of got in the way and um, okay. yeah but I, I have the, I actually have all three of them around the same uh, tier um, so I was actually happy to come away with the guy who was the cheapest out of them but anyway um, yeah I, like, I, I think easily the, the highest floor guy on the Buccaneers offense right now is uh, Chris Godwin. In, in, in terms Godwin. of fantasy value, Chris Godwin definitely has highest score. Simply because of the role he has on 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 the offense and the fact that they're going to be throwing the ball. Um, so uh, f- for better or worse. Um, but yeah, uh, I think definitely a great deal. I think it's a great deal. Just like I think the Keenan Allen deal is great, and I think that the uh, Tyler Lockett deal is great. Yeah. So don't want to say I regret. Because I don't regret getting Jerry Judy for a second round pick, but that 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 deal was definitely driven by a panic of between restricted free agency and unrestricted free agency. I thought the wide receiver market could boom a bit, yeah, and more guys might be creeping up towards that high teens twenty mark. So like, I accidentally signed Courtney and Sutton in free agency, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was at like seven, and I was like. But like, no way that's going for that much. I was like, yeah, yeah Cortland Sutton's like pretty good, and it's, the clock is running low. Huh. Yeah. Okay, I was a bit eight. And then I just watched it run down, and I was like, huh. Oh shit, I have his competitor. <laughs> yeah, great, now I've got two Broncos. If <laughs> there's one thing I said after last year, I want two and old wide receivers. Um, yeah. But like guys like you you mentioned, uh, like Keenan Allen only go for 14. Yeah. Um, Brandon Cooks, again, who, you know, I wouldn't be as big a mm. fan, but nine... Uh, yeah. a few others you know what I mean like um, Hollywood Brown now again I'm not you got him for 12 mm. again it's just it's yeah. like okay I, I thought in mind this yeah. draft happened when uh, when Hopkins was still playing for the Cardinals yeah. so I was like very surprised um, probably just pre- like since then like obviously his values shot up a good bit um, shot up is generous it's maybe gone up slightly <laughs> but no, I, I think in fairness like when Kyler Murray Played for the when Conor Murray and Marquise Brown were both on the field last year, um, that was a magical connection for fantasy football. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I hope for Conor Murray's sake and my team's sake, it mm. is a magical connection. Um, but yeah, so but I think I thought those deals, and I say like Godwin and Keenan Allen, um, I thought those deals would have creeped up into the James Conor Kamara. Mm. $20 range so I was in not, not 20 but like it's in between 18 and 14 you know just and I know like okay, Godwin went for 17.50 but like my point is just I thought they'd all just be a bit higher mm. and I was actually I was actually really shocked at the wide receiver market I, there was a lot of good deals to be had there like at one point I nearly signed Mike Thomas because I threw Mike Thomas up as bait and I started the bidding at like four or something, and then nobody bid on him until like super late. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" But I ended up signing my Thomas, <laughs> and I don't want him. Yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. threw him up as bait for because I wanted someone else. Um, and you know that's what you know one of the, a classic own move is to nominate a guy I don't want, yeah, so that people are yeah, bidding on him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Mike Thomas, I was like, "Oh no, what have I done?" <laughs> but uh, yeah, you, like you mentioned, Tyler Lockett for seven. Like hmm. you know, if you said to me, "Hey Owen, you can have." You know Jerry Judy on a one-year deal for a second-round pick, or you can have Tyler Lockett at seven. I probably would have said, "Oh, you know, I'll take Tyler Lockett mm-hmm. at seven. Yeah. But again, Lockett is someone just because he's been so dependable. I thought someone might go, "Oh, one year, two year. Here's fourteen. 
you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so did I. I, I was really, I, I was absolutely, I was flabbergasted when I saw that he was still under 10. Uh, and I, while I, because I think like I was bidding on Godwin and, um, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, Keen and Allen anyway. And then I think Brenner put up Lockett, uh, for low enough. And I sort of, maybe he was doing what you were doing with Mike Thomas to try and see if he could get me to stop bidding on. You get some Godwin. bids elsewhere. Uh, and so. To be honest, like, and I can see, like, again, like everyone, everyone seems to be way down on Lockett now this year. Of course, because JSN got signed, but you know, he and he's also over thirty. Uh, but like, you know, he's he's got a fairly fairly defined role in that offense. Anyway, I'm not going to go into that too much. It, it at any rate, what whatever about whether he has a possibility of losing targets this year and becoming less relevant. It's seven dollars for a guy who's consistently been in top to a wide receiver two for the past what? Yeah. Ten like seven years at least, yeah. Yeah. So and like I've mentioned it before, like he's probably my least favourite player in the NFL just because like even even if I didn't have DK Metcalf, yeah. like <laughs> I like watching DK yeah. Metcalf catch the ball because yeah. he's huge. And like just watching him body people, it's oh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And Lockett's the exact opposite of that. Yeah, guy. he just gets on the ground. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> every fucking deep ball in Seattle, it goes up into here, and you're like, oh yes, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And then you just see DK Metcalf stand standing like ten yards down the field, running an in. And you're like, what the fuck? And it's like Tyler Lockett. And you're yeah. like, what the fuck? And oh yeah, yeah, it's jackass, <laughs> like fuck me. Yeah. But like, it's just like, oh yeah, the six foot five guy who's really yeah. fucking fast. Let's just get him running ins all day and curls and fucking. Oh my god. Yeah. But that, the, the hilarious thing about that is, is that the whole, the biggest criticism of fucking DK before the draft was, oh yeah, his tree cone was shit and he hasn't yeah. got a root tree, so he's just a streak merchant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's just true. deep ball merchant, great. Oh, I'm like, okay, yeah, but like. Look at him. Yeah. That'll work. But yeah. then, anyway, whatever. Fucking, whatever. I said, whatever. Being an owner, it's just as a as a fan watching the game, watching Tyler Lockett catch the ball and just fall over mm. immediately yeah. is like so frustrating. Well, this is why he's thirty years old and he's still performing at that level. I know. He just gets. He does yeah. not take the shots. Yeah. Like. Yeah. No. He gets his yards and gets. I mean, I. I yeah. Props yeah. to him. Um, you and Brenner went back at it for. Frankie, yeah. This time I, uh, I, I, this time I won. Yeah, yeah. woohoo! I'm paying eleven dollars, Kirk Cousins for a linebacker. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I, I just was like, you know, part of it was really the pride. I genuinely actually was. I was turning <laughs> around and going. I was so incensed at that point. I was like, you are not getting him from me. I am getting this one. And yeah, that's. That's why I'm paying the price you would pay for two linebackers for one. Look, <laughs> eunuch. Um, but I still like. I still no. Like I mean, fair enough, part of it was it's the same as J.K. Dobbins. Like you see, you see a guy who's incredible at their position, and Frankie Lewis' tape is so good. Like and he's so versatile. His ability to rush the passer is incredible. He's his his speed, his 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 reaction times are are just like full on top level. Like it, it, I'm, I'm amazed. I'm like when I watch him play, I'm like, where was this guy? You know, he just erupted last year, yeah. And he was like a practice squad guy for years. And when you see how quickly he reacts to, to the, to the ball, and I, I, like he reacts to the play, reads the play, and gets in his run fits or chases a guy down in the in the flat, or and he's 
he's like not like Levante David, but he's decent in coverage, you know. So I'm 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 smitten with the guy's all round play playability. Mm. Uh, and maybe that's because he was a journeyman for so long. He had to learn to play a load of different uh, yeah. skills. But um, yeah, like I, 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 I mean, oh, I, I love the guy. Anyway, you love both as You can love a panther. Yeah, exactly. It says a lot that he's a panther and a payment eleven dollar yeah. fully guaranteed. Contract. Like you would even bid on Luke Keekley if he was still playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck Luke Keekley. Let's talk of him being in the Hall of Fame next year. <laughs> can you believe that? <laughs> I mean, Pat- he absolutely should be, no. but I still am like. Ugh. Is Patrick Willis even in the Hall of Fame yet? No, Patrick uh, Willis- he was eligible last year. Yeah, to get in, yeah. yeah. he will this next year. Yeah, but if Luke Keekley gets in before Patrick Willis, that's a crime. I would say the. I mean, he was the defensive player of the year and defensive rookie of the year. So yeah, but like oh, be two so- years in a row, yeah. the other way around. Yeah, but he wasn't that good. No, I don't, well, in fairness, actually, now I agree with you. I think I did. I thought he was so overrated when he yeah. first came out, and that's partly because he was a panther. But it, uh, and he was just—he was just—he just tackled everyone. No, no, he was a pile but, merchant. He jumped on. Yeah, he jumped out. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for he sure. Was yeah. assist merchant. Uh, and he was a, to be fair to him, he was good in, uh, at stopping the run. But his pass coverage was shocking. He, there was one year when he started to learn how to how to cover the pass, and commentators started talking about him as the best coverage linebacker in the league. Yeah. And I couldn't stop fuming because this was still in the days before Tom Brady was a Buccaneer and nobody knew who Levante David was <laughs> yeah. and I was like if you watch that guy's tape you couldn't possibly say <laughs> you couldn't fathomably say that yeah. that Lou Keekley was a better coverage linebacker than Levante David he'd have like one play where he was do, doing like a hook to curl and he'd get under a deep in from an X receiver, and I'd be like, "Oh my God, he's intercepting a pass from an X receiver. He can cover X receivers." You're sitting there, going like, "No, he can't. He's in the right spot. Like, he just dropped to his spot and was able to catch the ball." In fairness, athletic enough catches, but anyway, sorry. Yeah, but still, he should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Right? First ballot. In fairness, because he got, well, he got the, the awards he got. In fairness, like he was, he was, he, uh, like I, no, I've, I've, I've softened on my Luke Keekley hate in the, in, in, in the years. You're later, yeah. You're yeah. getting too soft all together. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. You used to hate Luke. Keekley. I fucking despise him still, but uh, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't dispute him going in the Hall of Fame. Now, is it Patrick Willis should have been a first, first ballot Hall of Famer. I, I agree with you, but like, is it one of those anchorman, you know? But goddamn, do I respect you? Things? But goddamn, do I respect you? He'll kiss yeah, head. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. At least I know where we're at now. I hate you, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should have watched that for ages. Yeah, um, yeah I have to watch it. Yeah, yeah I haven't watched Anchorman for ages. Shame about the sequel. Never watched it. It's okay, but it's just because oh, I knew what was going to happen. It, I just, knew it could never could be see it happening. Yeah, it could never before be my very good. eyes. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's mm. like if there was no Anchorman, you'd say Anchorman Two is a pretty decent movie. Probably be, yeah. because Anchorman exists. So like. <laughs> Like what an endlessly quotable movie. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. A whale's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego. Oh my <laughs> god. Fucking Chargers leaving San Diego. <laughs> that. But anyway, um, yeah. Um, it was nice to see some IDPs getting a bit of love as well. Like there was like yeah. ninety IDPs signed, but obviously that's a lot to do with the fact that people aren't giving IDPs long contracts. Yeah. So therefore, there's a high turnover. So that's probably going to be the norm. But like. You know, Stephen just randomly throwing like thirteen or fourteen quid, whatever it was, down on Daniel Hunter was cool. Um, yeah, 
he was another guy who I didn't think was going to get that get that much money, but uh, I actually thought I had a reasonable chance of re-signing him, but uh, uh, no, no. And I'm really glad, because to be fair, people for some reason don't remember that he was like the number one edge rusher like three years ago. Yeah. Um, he's like a sack machine, and he's absolutely incredible. At yeah, no, he's, 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 he's what everyone thinks they're super athletic, fifth round D lineman is going to mm. be. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's or, every one of my draft picks since. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, when people think about oh, he's super athletic D lineman and they're, oh, they're going to be unstoppable. They think oh yeah, like yeah. like no, yeah. Daniel Hunter is is yeah. the exception. Like, just because you're super yes. athletic doesn't mean you're going to get to the quarterback. Hey, 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 hey. Um, okay, a man can dream. Okay. Yeah, you can dream, Ari. Right. You can keep dreaming. Um, but yeah, like Josh Allen got some love. The the, the edge rusher obviously mm-hmm. not the quarterback and like nine dollars for three years. That's a good deal for an edge rusher. Um, and you know. Like the fact that Josh Allen sacked Josh Allen just makes him a legend forever. That's like, true. That is very true. Like, yeah. <laughs> if nothing, didn't he intercept them as well? No. I did. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It was like Josh I, I, Allen on Josh Allen crime. Here. Yeah, there was some Josh Allen. Josh Allen crime it was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jordan Brooks uh, got a nice enough deal before Bobby Wagner went back to the. Oh no, no Bobby Wagner. No, but he had gone yeah. back. Yeah, that's the thing. That's yeah. why I, 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 I think I put Jordan Brooks up first and. Uh, you did, but I was like not. I was like, I had him as somebody who, you know, I, I, obviously I wouldn't have bid on him if I didn't want to come away with him. But like, uh, now I was like, I was sitting there going, like, people do realize that Bobby Wagner has got the got the dot again, like, and he's he's gonna be like. They, that's why neither of them were worth more than seven dollars to me. And anyway, anyway, go on. Yeah, well, Bobby got six. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I think. Like, that's the thing, like, you know, we we'd kind of talked about a lot of the deals, and like, there's a whole heap of guys that got signed between, say, 10 and 4 or $5. Mm-hmm. And this is where, like, I think, you know, that's, such a, that's not an issue, but, like, the reason that, you know, there wasn't that many in the teen salaries is because, um, and, like, probably my biggest takeaway from this offseason was uh, some people now really started to hold the money, mm-hmm. mainly... The three amigos, Sean, Stephen, and Tom. Yeah. So um, they're colluding. No. Um, <laughs> no uh, we are reducing to a nine-man league. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> well, uh, two of them are Tom Sock. Yeah, the other two are Tom Sock. But anyway, along um, with was it? Who else? Cyrus, Alex. Anyway, just me, you, and Tom in this league. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, yeah uh, and Matt. Um, so they have $130 of cap space between them yeah. now. That's post-draft, post-free agency. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money that didn't get spent yeah. in free agency. And I think that's why there's a whole heap of guys in that 4 to 10 range. And good or bad, like, okay, do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, like you were saying, it's not real money. But at the same time, like, having a load of bad deals is bad. Yeah, it's yeah gonna, oh, for sure. It's going to yeah. hurt you long term and, and short yeah. term. Yeah. So, um, like I, I, I suppose the thing for me is, uh, you know, I sort of moving kind of away from free agency. I think we kind of touched on a lot of the beats. Mm. Is like what year are we? We're going into year four now of this league. Yeah, year yeah. four, and like I think it's fair to say Stephen has been fairly conservative since day one. Yeah. And then you've got. I mean, that's 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 an, a fairly conservative is an understatement. But yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I was going to make a joke there, but I'm not going to. Uh, at Stephen's expense. 
What? No, I'm not. Okay. I don't know. I feel bad. Uh, but so you've got that, and then on the other extreme, you've got guys like Brenner who are just mm. way, like way hyper aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah hyper aggressive. Like I am going to have no money. So, like for example, Brenner is going into next year with 22 players signed, mm-hmm. and he is forecast at present to have three dollars and fifty cents of cap space. He literally. <laughs> literally cannot afford to hit the roster minimum unless he cuts mm. or trades someone away. So he 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 has to make moves. Yeah. Now and he is you know fairly consistently put himself in tricky positions. You know, day one, seventy bucks, Lamar Jackson, yeah. fuck it. It's not real money. Yeah. But fuck me did he have a hard time like moving things around with that and Zeke forty dollars and McCaffrey, yeah. whatever else it was. Yeah. But yeah. despite that, he was competitive. That's, yeah, like, he nearly won a championship. He still hasn't won a championship yet. Though. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Oh, so, oh no, oh, still, oh no, yeah, he's got J.K. Dobbins, but he hasn't won a championship. Anyway, yeah, but, I mean, you haven't won a championship. I know, yeah, yeah. That's, I know that, but yeah, uh, yeah. anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, shit, you're you're damn right. Uh, yeah. Fuck um. So, but I, this is the thing now, right? And here's mm. a, here's a, the ultimate, you know, league theory, and you know where you write mm. your um, thesis on is. Will Stephen win a championship before Brenner? And that's going to be one of the things. Like, Brenner has come, fuck, like, year one, we were literally talking week to week. Like, what was it? He went, like, on a... going to beat him. Yeah, yeah. like, did we fuck it this up? And, like, are we just going to give him money to Brenner for the next three years? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That was really scary for a while. But, uh, obviously, the wheels came off that wagon at that point. But, um, um, okay, okay, I don't think anyone has been too... Completely threatened by um, Stephen mm. does yet does far, but you know again the little white Chinese guy in the in the suit the, the white, oh, the white yeah, suit Chinese guy he's going to do something at some point. Yeah, I thought this was the off season he was going to do something. Mm. Matt Stafford, you know, mm. Dinio aggressive, yeah. you know thing. There's guys on the board, yeah. loads of money to spend, and then bam, we're coming into the season with sixty dollars of cap space, and. Mm. I've just been looking at it and I'm going, okay, what are we going to do with this? Other than like spend it hopefully next year. But like free agency class next year, I'll get to it at a different time. Like some of the potential things, I'm not going to get into mm. that today. I'll be too long. But there's there's a couple of guys, definitely. It's not like this year where it's like, oh yeah, quarterbacks and there's some high-priced guys here. There are bounties to be had here. Yeah. And inevitably people will free up more space. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay... Stephen is probably going to sprint to the finish line uh, ahead of everyone in terms of who's going to have the most cap space next year. Mm, no, but, yeah, 100%, yeah. Like, you know, that age, I'm saying you have to spend money to make money. I think if you want to win in this league, I think you know, you're not, you're not yeah. going to do yeah. it with a load of money in the bank. I, I, I still would say that it doesn't serve you well to uh, be in the middle on that either. I think it's kind of like one of those things where you have to pick a strategy and go with it. But anyway, go on, what were you going to say? Yeah, well, like, you know, I'm, not, you know, I'm far from a thing of, a, par, a mm. paragon of a thing. I, I've been shit so far. I don't think I finished, I haven't got to the playoffs yet. So, mm. you know, that thing I, I was hoping this year, but um, what was it you said about Saquon? Yeah, then, then you got put in a division with me, so. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no, what I'm saying is like I think the only thing I think about it is that like it's it's being sat in the middle where you're willing to spend some money but not too much money kind of is uh, is is like I mean I mean oh, I I like I was saying like you know it's oh my my whole thing is it's not real money you just go you need to get players on your team that's the whole point 
uh, like that's my perspective on it. But like, if you're if you're going to be, you know, playing conservative and 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 short, sort of shooting for down the, down the line, to me the converse of that is Alex rather than than Stephen. Like and like so to me it's like Brenner's position suit hyper aggressive, pay whatever you can to get your guys, and fuck whatever happens, you'll just find a way out of it, and then. We're, we're like we're talking as if that's the opposite of what Steven is, but I think Steven's in the middle, which is where you don't want to be. Uh, uh, Alex is on the far yeah. end of the spectrum, where it's like, yeah, dead cap, dead cap, I will dead take cap. dead cap and get pit as many picks as I can, yeah. and suck, and then wait for my moment to pounce and then hit it. And yeah. I think like there's a lot to be said for like building, you know, building dead cap, getting all these dead cap things that just ro- and then when they roll out you don't have to worry about that money rather than like building up a load of money to potentially pay down deals but when you don't have deals to pay down what's the point in, like if you don't have crazy deals that you need to pay down to keep players what's the point in having an extra 60 dollars you know you're just kind of sitting in the middle ground and you're not going to really ever you know you know unless, and, and then like you say you could be targeting a, a, a free agency but why not and this may well be steven's strategy here why not take on shit, shit, shit deals this year to get, to get picks and use that extra money you have to soak up dead cap, which may well be what he's planned to do. But like to me, it's either you do the Brenner move or you do the Alex move, and you pick one, and that'll get you a successful team, in my opinion. But like anyway, yeah. that's just my take. But on like it. I think now, like like you were saying, like Alex probably is the the opposite there of what Brenner was doing. Like so, mm. like. Alex is heading into next year, so at the moment he has seventy dollars of cap space. A lot of that's going to yeah. clear up, um, like the vast majority of it's going to clear about this year. He's going into next year with seventy four fifty, and he's got like thirty six players signed for next year. Yeah. So like he's literally going into free agency in the draft next year, with I have to spend big yeah. unless he cuts a lot of guys or trades a lot of guys away. Yeah. Which, again, this this is obviously the the renaissance year for Alex. Like, this mm. is. You know, this is the start of the of the of the product. This is the start of the of the new leaf. Yeah, like all the, the all the hard work and yeah. shit he's had to endure has paid off. Like you can see the draft picks mm. he's had this year. Like yeah. again, it's just when you look at the draft board, it's just five D holders, five D holders, five D mm. holders, two picks, five D holders, five D holders. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. again, again. And okay, are all of them going to be rock stars? I fucking hope not. But yeah. um, <laughs> Jesus will be fucked. Yeah. Them. Again, we'll actually really have to worry about the league at that point. Yeah. But. Um, do you know what I mean? I did. Like, like, who shoes would you rather be in? If I said to you, like, you know, again, this year you'd probably say Brenner, but oh, in yeah. the big picture of every factor and everything in, Alex or Brenner. I mean, next off season you'd rather be Alex, definitely. Like, do you know what I mean? But it's it's actually kind of crazy how mm. close that conversation has become now. It's yeah. taken a couple of years for Alex, obviously, but like, mm. oh yeah, like. Do you know what I mean there's something yeah. said there. I, I know Brenner's you know who has the ideal roster I mean like I've always said Brian's always kind of had a sneaky good roster um, but mm. um, yeah um, I think you know going like going into this off season I didn't think we'd be sitting here saying oh yeah like Brenner is you know back yeah. and it's incredible like how the makeup of the team is so similar to like year one where it's like balls deep on mm-hmm. running backs mm-hmm. who you might say are Risky, and you know, they, they thankfully now there isn't a seventy dollar you know, fucking quarterback contract yeah. that's crippling the the league. Resigned yeah, for a couple of yeah. years, but um, instead he's just done it to the tight end, 
uh, by re-signing Dalton <laughs> Schultz. Um, so, yeah, that's... Um, I, I kind of said at the time when he did that that this might be another... Um, oh, my God, I always forget his name. Uh, the guy Cyrus re-signed the Patriots guy and then they signed Hunter Henry and cut him. Oh, and... Um, Your boy. From uh, the East yeah, Ridge Titans. I, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember his name. It's going to come to us, but Cyrus re-signed him and it cut him before the season started, yeah. which was hilarious at the time. But, um, oh, my God, what is that guy's name? Instant regret, yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, like, I, like look, I, I've, I, I kind of slagged Brenner off a little bit about that Dalton Jones deal at the time and a couple of times since. And, uh, I mean, look, he's pretty confident in him. Um, so, you know, more power to him. And, mm. you know, Johnny Smith. Johnny's my boy, Johnny Smith. Thank you so much. Johnny Smith. That was killing me. Um, uh, but I, I suppose if he needs to cut someone, like, okay, he's not going to get the $4 back from this year because that's fully guaranteed. But, like, $8 for next year. That will get me into a position where, at the very least, you can hit the roster minimums. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but like outside of that, when I was looking at Brenner's team, I was like, "Who who can he cut? Really? Like, mm. there's not a lot of guys he can cut if things go south. Like, you know, unless he wants to get really bloody with it. But like, you know, mm. is cutting Miles Garrett going to be worth it? I don't think so. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, that that's not going to be great. Uh, f- Foya Lucan again. I mean, like you kind of need him to pan out. You're not like for what he for the ceiling he has. He's been very well paid. Like I suppose having Nick Bolton there will make it a lot much, you know, easier build as well yeah. if you do have to cut him. But again, you know, Matt Milano fully guaranteed this year, next year five. Um, Chris Godwin and Calvin like Calvin Ridley. I suppose he's kind of playing for that deal next year mm. at twenty eight. So. I mean, look, he's a he's a fantasy darling now this year. Everyone's like, because he's talked a big mm. game, you know. Oh yeah, watch him get two thousand yards and be the best wide receiver. And like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, mm. I, we'll see. He's what is he? He's old. And he he's nearly thirty now, I think. Isn't he? Yeah, um, he's at least twenty eight. Um, yeah. Okay. But he's uh, yeah no I know the thing about it for him is that like yeah we're we're still just harking back to that one year where he was really dominant when he played with the Falcons when Julio Jones fell off yeah uh, and he was injured the next year and then he was out of the league suspended so uh, like we're re- you're realistically talking about a guy who's not played football for three years um, so uh, yeah but at any rate like you know that I, I any no one would have refused to extend him to re-sign him uh, and like you say, if it comes to it in the end of cutting them, like you, you, you get that, you get that money back. I guess you get, you get, get 14. fourteen next year, and you can probably fill it, fill out your roster somewhat. Then yeah, no, go back yeah. to you know, like at this point, the fact that he hasn't changed his name to Dollar Ballers is kind of, you know, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like talk about like you know living the gimmick. Yeah, he is definitely living the gimmick. Like yeah, really living that gimmick. Mm-hmm. Like and. He, again, committing to doing that for the foreseeable future as well by just, yeah. you know, oh yeah, fuck it, like we're, we're Christian McCaffrey, fuck it, three year renewal, yeah. Dobbins, fuck it, front load of four yeah. years, you know, yeah. we're all in here, all time, baby. There's no half chubbing it here, full mass 24 <laughs> 7. Um, and again, you know, more power to him. Um, but yeah, like, I think, you know, I get, when we set this league up and the whole principle and the idea behind the league was that, you know, 
there would be these windows, the three to four year windows mm. or whatever. You could try and then then there would be a bit of a reset. When I'm looking at these teams, I'm like, okay, yeah. One thing you can't force a change on is how people will approach. So, do you know what I mean? Like, Stephen in the first auction played conservative, didn't mm. go too hard on anyone, and in you know the first real big auction I think since the startup, like the biggest one anyway so far, mm. more or less the same. Yeah. And okay, good or bad, whatever. Like that—that's opinions at this point. But so even though the teams are different, so like you know, Brenner's team is fundamentally different. Mm. In, like the players that are on it. Okay, Lamar is still there. McCaffrey is still there. But like beyond that, then like okay, there might be a couple of other guys. But like, it's a different team. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And so it's just that which I find, you know, interesting in and of itself to kind of observe. Um, but um, yeah, um, I suppose any other. Notes from you, I suppose, before we just kind of touch on the draft real quick and how that went. Um, yeah, I mean, we were talking about the Brenner and um, and uh, Stephen dichotomy and Alex dichotomy to an extent as well. But there's been other successful teams that have kind of tread a different path too that deserve mention. I know you said Brian was a bit under the radar there, uh, but like obviously he was a co-champion last year, has an incredible roster, and one that he kind of really built in the first uh, draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, by as we said, kind of overpaying for some of my guys as well, but he's made some good. He's done some trading there now. Like if I was to say, like of an interesting thing, obviously at the time, me trading out of AJ Brown to me was a great idea, getting my two firsts and all that. But like, really looking at it Brown. now, AJ Brown is a fucking great player. That that yeah. you know, Brian Brian, that was a trade that helped him get to the championship last year. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, some of these like so I mean I guess like we're saying there is no there's there is no like ironed out formula for like Aaron played pretty you could probably say hot, semi-aggressive semi-conservative it, it was aggressive in the first draw, first auction uh, obviously won the first uh, league championship and then was also very happy very uh, trading out you could say he lost a trade with me for Justin with the Justin Jefferson trade, but won a championship that year. And you know here I, here I am with Justin Jefferson, oh, yeah. uh, and I haven't won a championship either. I haven't even had a team that, but, that really looked like it could when compared to the real top three teams. But so every day you win the I have Justin Jefferson championship. That's true. That is that is that is a reality. That yeah, I do have the number one asset in in dynasty football. That's true. Yes, that is. But you've Jamar Chase as well. Um, no, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> and and for four more years and only at twenty four dollars. So yeah, yeah. God, that's anyway. Such a nice so, deal. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, what else? How else can I talk about myself here? Um, but no. Anyway, yeah. So that's pretty much it. I just really wanted to hit on the point that you know, success comes in different ways. I do think that the best way to go, I suppose. Well, maybe it's just a fun thing, going going at it with a with either either hyper aggressive strategy on either end of the board, is kind of, yeah. Maybe they're just the cool team. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Brenner and, and Alex, I'm, they draw the eye those teams. You know, they're the yeah. ones that make you really go like, oh that's fucking in like I can't believe he fucking did that, but then you're like, shit, he did that. Yeah. Uh you know, and, but, it, and it's not necessarily yeah. what's gonna get you success because at the end of the day it's fantasy football. You're only hoping to get to the playoffs and then a stroke of luck will fuck you and it will also sort you out. So, yeah. yeah. Um, But anyway, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of ways to do it. Yeah, but as well as that, I think uh, Brenner and uh, 
Alex's situation as well they're so unique like I don't see teams like that mm. with like the stipulations that they have attached to their yeah. teams anywhere else that's what makes them so unique and so interesting it's like what the fuck is going to happen here with this yeah. crazy set of rules that we've all just agreed to follow fuck it yeah. you know what I mean um, but uh, yeah no, again been, been very interesting to watch I suppose well, well, look again we're kind of touching yeah, on most spe- of the teams speaking of Alex will we get on to the draft actually <laughs> yeah I mean yeah. oh no sorry you were going to say something else there sorry no no no, no, I, 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 no look no, we've both. touched on basically every team bar a couple so I just so I tried a couple of quick notes on the teams we haven't really mentioned too much. Like Tom was going in for a pretty, you know, mm. hard reset, and like you know, I think he, I think he was one of the guys you mentioned had like ten or eleven players mm. pre-draft. Like, I hate giving Tom credit, you know I do. Mm. Like, okay, I don't think he's set to compete, but like, fuck, he got some nice deals and like. Yeah picked up some players and you know he's in a decent little spot um, you know especially if that Russell Wilson deal comes off from mm-hmm. um, but like again I thought he was shrewd I don't like he didn't go aggressive yeah like other than other than Russell Wilson which re- again as we mentioned really caught me off guard I was like what the fuck is that contract beyond that I thought he was just okay yeah getting some guys that he thinks are there for the you know, will have some long-term value for him, and you know, might, and then you know, I think he's just playing the game of like setting himself up that you know, I would imagine he's going to be very aggressive paying down Mahomes or yeah, a couple and of he's going to be very aggressive trading away. I I think what'll happen here with this team is he's got two or three players that have really really good short-term value. Yeah, that could put a team over the over the top, and he knows that, and mm-hmm. he's going to use that. To get himself a few picks, yeah, and I think and a bit he was long term value yeah, from trades. I think that's why Mike Evans wasn't renewed and Kelsey wasn't renewed because I think he's seen before that if you've got another three years left on a guy and you're just trying to win a, uh, a bowl this year, mm-hmm. that's actually like it would put you off. Mm. Oh, fuck, I'm gonna be stuck with this guy yeah. versus like Travis Kelsey. Fuck me, it's twenty two. Mm. But if someone gets hurt, like that should give say me for example, if I'm competing and Dallas Goddard goes down and he's costing me whatever he's costing mm. me this year, I'll weigh it up. Mm, no, yeah, yeah. Like and fuck you, it. And for Travis Kelsey, you'll have to yeah. pay a shit ton, and he's sitting in his thirties, and it's a one dollar deal. Yeah. So. Yeah. So um, yeah. So look again. I, I would imagine uh, that that'd be Tom's plan. So again, mm. which another one I'm going to be keeping an eye on, you know, this year and. I keep it on everything, but uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we mentioned, you know, we kind of glazed over the fact that Sean also won a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he looked his way to a championship. I think everyone looks their way to a championship, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, it definitely came out of the blue, though, we'll say. I don't think any of us had true, Sean yeah. as uh, a, a favourite that year, uh, but he got hot at the right time. But mm-hmm. um, again, another guy who's kind of set up that, okay, I have a shitload of quarterbacks. They're all young, bar, you know, the two guys I don't care about. Mm-hmm. Um Load of options at running back. Uh, well, I suppose Josh Jacobs isn't going to play though, so <laughs> maybe, maybe not so much. But I mean, if Josh Jacobs are playing, you've got Jacobs, Harris, Etienne, and I love Roshan, so we'll see what happens mm. in Chicago mm. with him. Um, I think Algier is going to have some value this year as well. I don't. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? You, you mean the offensive weapon is isn't going to be used as an as an ex receiver in the Atlanta offense? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cornell Patterson will score him this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, and again, looked some decent wide receivers. Like he took Terry McLaurin off me. That was painful to let Terry go, but I kind of had to. Um, yeah. Cooper Cup. 
Um, are we not going to mention the uh, the Cooper Cup? The value of have how good. Like, I I was looking there at Tom having Tyreek Hill twenty seven dollars for two years, and now and I'm like, that's going to be something that will end up being traded during the season for to somebody who's going for a championship. Cooper Cup will get more, I think. Uh, uh, and especially, well, I suppose it depends on how Matt Stafford plays this year, but yeah, it's still like. Anyway, um, I, I no, like I think those are, those, I, those I like, guys are in the top five wide receivers in fantasy this year uh, for their value that are going to have this season. So, like I, I think that's another big one. Yeah. I mean, are you telling me that you value Terry McLaurin over Cooper Cup? No. Okay. But I don't value Cooper Cup over Terry Kill. I'd rather. Have I Terry definitely Kill. would. Yeah. Oh, there we. Uh, we shall agree to agree. Uh, no. <laughs> anyway, I carry on. Carry yeah, on. Uh, you keep talking about your team, so you can fuck off. You're not getting any of my thoughts. No, no, no. I barely talked. You, okay. You brought up my team. All right. Well, we're not. We, okay. I need. I need some I'm advice gonna, here, Owen. I need advice. No, I'm going to get to your team a bit more in the draft. I have a lot to say to you about okay. your drafting. Um, oh, wow. oh, wow. Yeah, I'm really going to dig into you there. Uh, Can't wait. Look, you've got Justin Jefferson, so fuck you. Like, it's annoying looking at your team because like, oh, he got Justin Jefferson for fucking time. Todd Gurley, <laughs> Todd Gurley, and Todd Gurley like wasn't it? It's like it feels like Todd Gurley's a fever dream at this point. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I got him on the memory of Todd Gurley and a second round pick. Yeah, like, whatever happened there. And you know what? The, 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 yeah, look, the dude here, won a championship, here, so need, he need, got what he wanted. I need to segue here. It's Todd Gurley's fault. What happened to running backs as well? 100% his Yeah, vote. it is, yeah. He got a big contract, and if, I don't know if it was McVeigh or whoever, Sneed, mm-hmm. who, someone in the Rams said, I am never paying a running back again, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then they saw what happened to fucking Gurley and his arthritic knees. And what happened to the running back market is what should have happened to the quarterback market after Brock Lobster got his fucking huge deal. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't happen to the quarterback market. That just kept going up and up mm, and up. Mm. Uh, that bubble will eventually pop, though, at some point. Um, I don't know who, though, and I'm praying it's not Jalen Hurts. Please don't be Jalen Hurts is the reason the quarterback market pops. But um, at some point, it will. Uh, it has to. We can't just keep going up. But what's happened to running backs is awful. It's fucking... Oh, yeah, it is it's terrible. a travesty, yeah, it is. the yeah, way they're being treated. Yeah. And the disrespect that they're being given. And... You know, we kind of met this was yesterday. You know, we were watching the running backs react in real time to the fact that, like, respect, yeah, respect, <laughs> um, disrespect, but, yeah, respect. Sorry. But uh, yeah, nobody's gonna get that reference. That's a TNA from what 2008 <laughs> reference. But um, yeah, like it's awful, and like, yeah. the, like again, that's the guy I feel sorry for the most at the moment is Jonathan Taylor because he's realizing he's gonna be running to the ground, and if mm-hmm. he's good, he'll be franchise tagged. Yeah, and there's nothing he can do to stop that. He can't test the market mm. unless he shit and the Colts go, "We don't want you." Yeah, they should just like re- remove the option to franchise tag running backs. That should be. You should not they be should able just to remove the franchise tag. Franchi- yeah, true. Yeah, franchise. the franchise tag is a joke. It is. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, yeah but uh, you yeah, know, I could go on, on about that. But uh, yeah, fucking. Yeah. But yeah, no, you've got a decent enough team. But um, I'm in your division, so you're not going to win it. Um, how have you not caught Odafe Owe yet? Like that guy, that, 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 that's an, that, yeah, that's he's going into year three. Yeah, that's that's your year three yeah, is the year. Another one of your uh, year three is the year. Daniel Man, Hunter. Daniel Hunter. Yeah, Daniel Hunter. My friend Daniel Hunter. He's yeah. gonna be Daniel. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Sorry, yeah, you, you and fucking I know. Aaron. Um, Matt's got a solid team. I like Matt's setup this year. I mean that Trey Lance. <laughs> 
the fact that he fully guaranteed yeah. his salary for next year yeah, was uh, that was a decision to be made. Wait till he gets traded to the Buccaneers this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. Uh, look again. He's got Jonathan Taylor. John Taylor's been paid very well. Uh, Tony Pollard. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, again, that's pretty solid. You can't really go wrong with Debo Samuel, Michael Pittman, Garrett Wilson. Well, there's always a lo- there's the Elijah Mitchell deal, which uh, will be incredibly valuable when uh, when uh, Christian McCaffrey eventually goes down with an injury. Yeah, so. take Achilles <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, that'll come come ringing through. Um, but yeah, look, Matt, I would say solid across the board. Um, mm. You know, yeah. it'll all come down to how Aaron Rodgers plays for him, I suppose. Yeah, and of course, Michael Pittman's going to be the number one wide receiver this year because he's going to get. Like Look, we'll all get, of the going, benefit of we'll, Anthony Richardson we'll throwing okay, the ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all those inaccurate passes. Uh, my team is awesome. Um, I'm not fucked because Kyler Murray is fucked and Saquon's not going to play and Breesaw's coming off an ACL and DeAndre Swift's going to get hurt. Look, Clayton Toon will probably play for a few few games. Hey man, I, I dropped, a, I dropped a dollar on Clayton Toon. I'm tuning up the band, you know. Can't wait. When do I get Clarion? Tune up the band. Oh my god. When do I get Clarion? Sweet tune music. Oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sweet tune music. Yeah. I know, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, no, no. Look, and Saquon Barkley and Brees Hall don't play this year then as well. Uh. Yeah, but look, I'll get to laugh at you and you're going to be the same world back with me. So, look. But I just, again, the hilariousness of me. Taking on the front load of deal for Saquon, like absolutely blown out my ass those first two years, and then I get to the first cheap year, and he's <laughs> different. Oh no, you're no, you didn't get, you haven't gotten a cheap year yet because you're still paying the, the dead cap. Thirty nine, if you count the dead cap. Yeah, but like, <laughs> dead. Um, imagine if he holds out for five weeks. Yeah, but it was fifteen last year oh. as well, but like a higher salary. Oh yeah. But anyway, um, oh. yeah, like, look, my, all my plans, all my hopes and dreams have really... <laughs> like, again, this is the joys of fantasy football. You can put so much thought and, like, At least you'll have Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really into Dutch Broncos games. Les Rad. Yeah, for <laughs> fuck's sake. Um, uh, yeah. No, nah, yeah. no, you'll be better than you're, than you're giving your, yeah, than yeah. You're saying you will. Eric Gray and Zonovan Knight. And Gus Edwards, the eternal Gus Edwards. The eternal Bustus Edwards, yeah. Yeah, the Gustus, the Bustus. Um, yeah, look, we'll see what happens. Mm. YOLO, fuck it. Um, I think we touched on Cyrus a couple of times, but like, I mean, of that team is... CD Lamb and Jamar Chase. <laughs> yeah, and Diggs. <laughs> can't, can't really not mention fucking <laughs> Stefan Diggs there as well. Uh, oh, sure, of course. Oh, but I mean, like, you know, yeah. the, the, the top three... Well, maybe the two in tier one, and then the one guy in tier one A. Uh, like that's just yeah. Sorry. Yeah, um, the running back room. Like he definitely needs. Mm. Like thank God he didn't resign Dalvin Cook. That would have been a fucking disaster for him. Okay. Uh, but I thought there was nothing really in the air to resign him. But uh, mm. like Monty, I think that could be a nice deal for him. Like he's not going to get Jamal Williams touchdowns, but I think he'll get a lot of work uh, more than people think with mm. Gibbs. Um, if Gal- if Galvin Cook signs somewhere and you know is given a year to just be run into the ground, like he could have a solid one-two pairing there with, mm. like okay, I don't think Clyde Edwards-Helaire is going to be any use, and James Robinson is a 
go through Christmas past at this point, but with CD Lamb, Jamar Chase, and Stefan Diggs, you can kind of afford to not yeah. have, you know, a rock star. But at the same time, I think you're you're leaving it to Magic Piran. I think he's going to be uh, really, really valuable at least early on in the year. I, I mean, you know, Javante Williams is there, but like I don't know if he's going to be playing uh, to start the year. Um, and I think even if Cook doesn't sign early. The, the yeah like uh, you've a flex you Samaje will have flex value anyway and that's what you want for your third running back too, yeah so. and then Cyrus just went all out on IDPs mm. uh, like fair play to him he just loaded up at basically every position um, like he didn't give out huge contracts but he was aggressive like you know Tariq mm. Grant Talbot who was the fact that people I, I don't know like I don't know if it was the fact that there was a little bit of a bidding war or if some people actually watched a handful of games mm. that Grant Elbert popped in the Browns uh, that I saw I was like I actually really want this guy uh, but he got up to 8 and I was like what the fuck yeah. he was like a 3-4 guy for me I was like yeah nice mm. no <laughs> what happened there um, yeah Cameron Curl I love him as well got him cheap um, and I, I, I was actually really happy to see Tariq Woolen getting 6 um, with the new cornerback scoring mm. I think that might Proved to be pretty good, uh, yeah, but again, look, definitely. we'll have to wait and see. Um, but again, props to Cyrus. I mean, like that team, you know, again, like you know, who doesn't have issues at running back, really? Mm. Um, but again, just there's a lot to like there. Um, Caleb, much the same as Cyrus, like again, he was just super aggressive at for every position, making sure he had multiple options basically everywhere. Um, the only difference is just like we mentioned, Caleb is just fucking Kurt Cousins the shit out of everything mm-hmm. and again just the issues that come with that of like either you're trading them away and taking a hit in your draft capital so you can free up some cap space yeah. uh, or you're just like okay I'm just going to hold on to this guy and then you're trying to determine is a roster spot worth more than the salary I'm paying this guy do you know what I mean mm-hmm. which is a really tough thing but uh, um, yeah. yeah like I think it's a like at the same time like like he came away with some cheaper players, but then again, like I, 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 I think there's some, and he's loaded up at all positions. But uh, you know, and I suppose you do, you, 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 uh, you're treading on thin ice, uh, doubt and Caleb. Because I mean, if anything, the history of the league has shown is that even if you think his moves are questionable, they do come good. Uh, well, no, I mean, like, he, he's a, we, we were kind of, like, thinking to ourselves that he made a lot of bad moves, and then he ended up, like, mm-hmm. did he make the final? I think he, like, I think he was, like... Yeah, he semi-final, I think, last year. It was, it was, wasn't no, it? No, it wasn't last year. Last year was joint champions with Brian and Aaron. Yeah, but not the year before. So, like, like oh, Caleb, yeah. Caleb made a deep playoff yeah. from one year, and then he completely mm. blew the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was yeah. bad. And so it was, like, and I, I, I remember looking at a lot of trades he was making, going, like, okay, but you had a good team, and mm. it wasn't old. Yeah, the trade are they trades for the sake of trades, or do you think your team's actually getting better? Mm. And it turns out the team didn't get better. But now, okay, he's gotten like his team is good now. Mm. Do you know what I mean, whether or not he holds on to everyone and all that, like, and can Amon Ra live up to twenty six dollars starting next year? We we'll have to wait and see. But um, um, again, he's in a decent spot. You know, Zeke and Fournette. He's waiting for the two of them to sign somewhere. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, like they're his running backs. What he's James Conner, Pacheco, Javante. Uh, Rashad White before he even has to think about Zeke and Fournette yeah that's fair enough well oh, yeah no for sure like look I think it's a it's a good it's a good, it's a good team but like yeah I mean if, if James Connors your 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 main running back I mean 
But at the same time, like, yeah, like he's got Aaron Amon Ra as well, and T Higgins as his main receivers. So, uh, like, this is why I'm saying, like, you, you do you do badly. You 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 be like I say, treading on thin ice to be doubting the process with Caleb because usually it's the right process. Yeah. Uh, but uh, look and assessing at the team right now, I wouldn't say it's a it's a it's a deep playoff team right now, but it could could very well. Yeah. Um, turn, turn around. Like Brian. And you kind of touched on it as well. Like it's mm. just, it's a good team. It's simple as. Yeah. Like a lot of it is down to the fact that <laughs> Brian went hard after Eagles in the startup, and yeah. luckily for him, the Eagles have been good. Mm. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Since, it, it's it's mad because like I mean I would say DJ Moore is overpaid given that he's on the Bears now, but like Devonta Smith and AJ Brown and Devontae Adams you could start those as your three receivers all year long yeah. and never run into a problem at all Mark Andrews obviously people would salivate over having him even if it's $23 on a franchise tag uh, you might say he's weaker at running back but starting Miles Sanders and Aaron, Aaron Jones like your having Alex Madison and Damian Harris there as well as as options, I think Harrison. I think Madison's gonna has a really good chance to be a three down running back. I mean, I know that's what everyone's saying right now, but like, what other options could there be? And just from a pure volume stance, that's gonna have fantasy value. Yeah. Uh, and Zamir White now as well. If does Josh Jacobs maybe miss a couple of weeks? Yeah. Not, well. Like Jacobs has less of a reason to than Saquon would, you know. Uh, so, uh, or has more of a reason to than Saquon would, I think. But like, and then that's yeah, that's like I mean, Aaron Jones I think is like the perennially under underrated guy this year because nobody knows what the fuck the Packers are going to be doing. Yeah. But Aaron Jones has been like the most consistent piece on that offense, fantasy wise, yeah. for a long time. Um, so yeah, it's kind of hilarious, like as well with uh, Aaron Jones. It's like uh, AJ Dillon has just been like you know the prince in waiting since. And it's just you know, never happened. But like he's like twenty five, twenty six mm. now, and it's like yeah. wait what? <laughs> what AJ? No, AJ Dillon's like twenty two. Mm. He's my young stud. He's Mate, gonna, he's yeah. gonna take over this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, he's got like two years left. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I love AJ Dillon. That's not mm. a shot at AJ Dillon, but uh, mm. it's just like again, uh, Aaron Jones is my. Uh, running back version of Tyler Lockett, so dude, just get the fuck yeah. out of the way. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> look, look at the stud behind he you. Does <laughs> shit like, but that's the thing. He just does so much stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, look, you kind of, yeah, you. I mean, you touched on Aaron's team mm. already. Uh, we t- talked in depth about Brenner um, and Stephen. So I'm, I just almost point talking about Alex's team mm. without talking about the draft. So. Um, up to it. We'll talk again. I thought the two big subjects here in the draft for me are obviously Alex with his one, two, three, four, five, six, seven first round picks. <laughs> and out out of the forty eight total picks, oh no, there's more with the with the comp picks. Actually. Yeah. yeah, sorry. But yeah, I was just gonna ask, like, out of all of the picks, how many were his? Like, it has to have been twenty at least. Uh, I wouldn't say twenty, but uh, he had what then eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 14, 15. They probably had a couple of... They probably close to 20, so yeah, probably 17, 18 picks. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it, it was nuts. Um, do you know what I mean? Probably the quickest draft I've ever done, purely because, you know, Alex is a good lad. He drafted quick, yeah. even though he's extremely busy uh, all the time now. It's great. Uh, he was able to draft so quick and, um, you know, made life easier on all of us. And he wasn't fluting around, you know, with... 
oh, who wants to trade for this pick? Like, fucking some people <laughs> do in some leagues. And it drives me up the I fucking know, wall. If somebody wanted your pick, they would have sent you a message way before you're on the clock. <laughs> just fuck off. Um, <laughs> just pick. Anyway, um, yeah, so look, Bryce Young, one, Bijan, two. Makes sense. Get Can, the runner, yeah. get the runner back on a cheaper deal. Um, do you know what? Look, okay, before I get to you. So, Alex, look, again, like, he need, he, he needed, he needs to do well. Like, this, yeah. like, his hit rate. So, like, does he hit on 50% of these picks? If he hits on 50%, which you think, like, that'd be, you know, if you've got, if you hit on 50% of your first round picks, I'd be saying you're not doing too great. If Alex hits on 50% of them, he's done very well for himself. He's got yeah. three, four guys who are going to set him up. Uh, for the foreseeable and I think he did well getting like he's got uh, QB1 RB1 wide receiver 1 wide receiver 2 uh, tight end 1 and mm-hmm. you could argue RB3 uh, where you put Will in your QB rankings is entirely up to you um, I don't mind him mm-hmm. and he also got yeah. you know arguably the top IDP in Will Anderson and Hilariously, he took Jalen Carter at two seven, which blew my fucking mind. Yeah. Um, again, because this happened to me in like basically every league I'm in, where I was like, "Yeah, I'll take Jalen Carter in the late third, maybe early yeah. fourth." And I and think he just went way ahead. Of him yeah, he went like in the second or top of the third, like every yeah, league. And I'm like, bizarrely, what the fuck? At the at the same by the same token though, but like if he has Aaron Donald numbers, fantasy numbers, like that's 100 percent worth it. But like, yeah, but like, they, he has, nobody has Aaron. Yeah, Donald that's the whole point like, of Aaron Donald is yeah. that, like it's insanity what yeah. Aaron Donald has done yeah exactly yeah. and like if you're taking him in the mid second like uh, interior linemen aren't like you know oh yeah like you can have a Pat Furman where like yeah he's handy to have in your team yeah like the interior linemen like they're either like you're streaming them or you've, or got, you've a, got a got Aaron Donald yeah, or yeah, 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 Jeffrey yeah. Simmons type of guy Um, so I mean look I hope Jalen Carter works out like I was never taking him in the middle of the second like no way, no way but uh uh Cool. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, like, I mean, Caleb had a lot of picks as well. Obviously, all his were in the second because he was uh, making moves. But um, you know, he got some decent players as well. Um, but like, look, I, I don't say like I, I kind of knew a lot of players Alex was going to end up getting just with the volume of picks he had and the moves he made. Um, it's just you know, mm. like, it, it, there's only so many players that can be taken in the yeah. first round, obviously. So process of elimination but uh well i think we were i was saying at the start uh, in the run-up to it anyway the first six picks seven picks maybe you could definitely count on yeah uh being certain players in whatever order they're going to be but everything after that it's really who's your guy uh so you could just as well see sam laporta or zay flowers having been picked at the one eight or one or one nine or one ten yeah, as you would have seen them going where they were, which was the two six and the uh, who else are they? The two, the two six. Oh yeah, the two two and the two six. So yeah, so like uh, guys who you'd absolutely never say would be worth a first round pick necessarily when compared to other years are going to be picked in the first round because they're your they're 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 guys that people have. Yeah, because uh, there's fault in nearly everyone but the top seven in this draft and even then there's faults in the top seven yeah I think 
again, I know you never know what what's going to happen with a draft class. Um, mm. You know, you have to give it at least two or three years before you can really make uh, any consensus mm. on you know was a class good or not. But yeah. uh, like to me, most years anyway, like there's always guys from say six down to like the mid second mm. that are legit studs, yeah. and. Alex has landed a fair whack like he's cast a big net there mm-hmm. on top of like landing you know the top two guys so do you know what I mean I don't know if Jordan Addison or you know Charbonnet or I don't know who take your pick well, if you, are going to be or yeah. John and Mingo are going to be a, you know a, an absolute stud but you know if well, anyone has I a chance w- to find I would him, the story say that like if you just compare it even just to last year and last year like you say it takes a couple of years to really know and last year could be a real aberration but if you think about the fact that like, the the guys outside the top seven last year, you had the likes of Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, Jayden Dotson, George Dickens, uh, guys who are already like first round good, uh, and then some. I mean, Garrett Wilson for Christ's sake. Are you sake, buying Garrett Wilson? I think Garrett Wilson's yeah. ridiculously hyped. Oh, he's way hyped, but he's he, the price is. Um, Arguably worth it, you know. I don't know. I I would want to see more from him in the in a new okay. offense. But um, like, I mean, think if you just think about pure market value, of course he is. But anyway, um, that's what I'm trying to say is the difference between this year and last year, for instance, and in other years gone by is like, like even even in your pre-draft process, Garrett Wilson would have been your, your talent-wise, you're the number one overall receiver to some people. He yeah. was to me, and um, yet here you are this year, and your number seven is, well, or your number eight is Will Levis. Quentin Johnston was the next wide receiver taken, and you wouldn't compare them. Like, anyway, yeah. Come on. Sorry. No, no, I get you. Um, so that's, I, I would say, like, for all of Alex's hard work accumulating all these picks, it does feel like a bit of a downdraft class to me, mm. but, like... Yeah, it could, no, but you, like you said, he cast in that, yeah. So, yeah, so if, yeah. There are, if there are studs to be found... He's got the best chance of getting them. So, um, again, best of luck to him. Like I said, do you know what I mean? I don't think like again deserves it or whatever. That's mm-hmm. like fair folk. Like the amount of you deserve yeah, it. you deserve it. Um, but no, the amount of like the, again, like the fact that like this is a culmination of a project yeah. and seeing the outcome of it. Like I don't say it. It, it it's definitely something I'm going to remember. Like I said, if shit ever goes tits up for me, like Saquon Barkley holding out and Brees Hall tearing his ACL and Kyler Murray. You know, probably not going to be around, and my plans crumbling in my hands before me. I can just completely fucking blow it up like Alex did. Take on shitloads of dead cap and just plan for if it's two, three years down the road, and you know when, you know, general booty comes out one oh one. Fuck it, mm. you know, yeah. let's do it. Um, so um, when is general booty coming out? I need to know. I need to draft him. I need to be ready for that. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, Same here as Booby Miles, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, like, if anyone's winning the draft, it'll be Alex. But uh, yeah. yeah. So, and you know, maybe Caleb. But yeah. So now, uh, if someone's losing this draft, Nick, it's you. <laughs> it's you. All right. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on my. Uh, Oh, again, here like here we go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here's one of my rants now. Okay, so again, at the end of the day, like I say about <laughs> every player, I say this about you never really know because you're just projecting, right? But when I look at quarterbacks mm. and what I like in a quarterback and what I don't like in a quarterback, I hate everything about Anthony Richardson's game. Like fucking, it's like Zach Wilson like, on roids. Mm. 
everything is bad. It's just, okay, nothing, okay, but let's go fancy. Oh yeah, more rushing upside. And yeah, it's there. Okay, cool. But the thing is, right, if you can't fucking play quarterback, i.e. if you can't throw the football, it doesn't matter about rushing upside because the only rushing he's going to be doing is rushing to bring water bottles onto the field. <laughs> All right? <laughs> so. Well, you know he'll do that at 4-4 four, four speed. So. Yeah, exactly. And he'll look great doing yeah. it in his shorts, right? But that's irrelevant, right? You're going to get fancy boys for I'll make sure of it. Oh, yeah. Um, this will be... The pick you regret more than and the fact that you didn't take CJ Stroud mm. and you know and I'm all about you know give me the floor and all that in a normal league and I said this to you mm. I would have taken Richardson probably just because unicorn Josh Allen yeah. fuck it it none of it really matters anyway yeah. the fact that you have fucking Zach Wilson and Trey Lance on rookie deals still as anchors. <laughs> I think holding teams like being a pain in the ass on some teams uh, and I went yeah let, let, me, let me get one of these guys who's got awful like fucking terrible fundamentals mm. and um, o- over CJ Stroud who's probably one of the better like mm. you know we had like okay no Bry- okay, Bryce Young's better I, I would probably take mm. Bryce Young over him but like in this yeah. class but like in, in the last few years of quarterbacks we've had, you know, my boy Trevor, you know, Justin Fields is not great when it comes to fundamentals. Um he's working on them, but how long is Justin Fields gonna last? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh but the rushing upside, go get yeah, him. Hang on, before you finish there, right. in taking that, because I'll forget about it when I do have my retort here. Okay. Um you're saying so Justin Fields uh, what did he finish at last year? He, he was good, but he no no no. What what where where, where what was his finish last year? I, I I'm genuinely wondering. Uh, Fields, Justin Fields. Okay, so quarterback six. Oh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Okay, but Justin you... Fields finishes the quarterback six last year. Yeah. Okay. He had a thirty-seven point game as his peak match last season. Now, hang on, uh, I think two two spots behind, seven, yeah, number seven, Trevor Lawrence, yeah. And let's see, what was his peak game last year? Uh, 37. 37, okay, fair enough. Yeah, um, Justin Fields was actually number nine last year, but that's besides the point. No, it's, uh, wait, what? Justin Fields was QB9 last year. Oh, shit, am I going off the recommendation? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. so okay. but here's the thing, yeah. Justin You're Fields right, fine, is sorry. a better prospect than Anthony Richardson. My thing is, is that... But he did not, no, sorry, yeah, don't, I, no, I see where you're going. I'm going by average. Sorry, sorry. Okay. His average per game per. If you're going by per game because he was injured for some games last year. I wonder why. Is, uh, yeah, sure. But um, he uh, he outscored Trevor Lawrence by a full two points per game. Well, no, one and a half points per game last year, right? Okay. Um, but who hey, outscored the other one? Uh, no, I let uh, look. I, I shouldn't interrupt you. I'll let you finish yeah. your finish okay. point. Go on, yeah. And I'll, I'll come around. Yeah, you, 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 yeah. Can, you yeah. can come around. I will. Yeah. Um, so. In closing, <laughs> yeah. um, CJ Stroud could have been your franchise quarterback, the quarterback you've been looking for since Tom Brady up and left you. Yeah, um, three months ago, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, no, like, okay, you knew that was the replacement to Brady. Tom yeah. Brady left yeah, you last yeah, year. Yeah. What, what you got a farewell tour yeah. last year. That was all that was. That yeah. wasn't Tom Brady. Uh, it was a farewell tour. But, um, like, 
I'm, I'm like this guy, CJ Stroud. I, I'm not I'm like that's it. I don't think he'll ever finish as QB one, but I sure as fuck know Andy Richardson won't. I know the rushing yeah. upside, but unless this guy, unless he sits for at least ten weeks, much like Patrick Mahomes did, and is told do nothing mm. but work on your fucking footwork and learn how to do a five step drop and get the ball out on time and learn how to read a defense. He he will not. It doesn't like he won't have a long leash because this is the thing. Like for the same reason, he quarterbacks get thrown into the fire. Is the same reason he won't get three years because GMs especially have no patience because their job it seems like is perpetually on the line and they're tied to these guys. So either he'll go. Uh, and that's him Ballard is Ballard still the Colts or whoever's the Colts yeah I think Ballard yeah. Yeah. he has a fucking long hour leash with how much he's uh, fucked up um, I just I, I, I don't see if I don't think Anthony Richardson is that great of a prospect that um, you know he'll uh, he'll be picked over if it's coaches or GMs I, just, I don't think he is regarded like that do you know what I mean I think the Colts see him very much as a oh yeah, but what if he is a Josh Allen or a, or whatever if he can put it all together? He no quarterback can put it all together whilst playing quarterback in the NFL. All right, I'm gonna just cut you off because yeah. it's getting a bit. Uh, you're, you're going on here. I understand where you're coming from. I, I completely don't. Yeah. I, none of what I'm gonna say is like that. Uh, Anthony Richardson uh, is Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Uh, none of what I'm going to say is that Anthony Richards is Jalen Hurts. None of what I'm going to say is Anthony Richardson is Lamar Jackson. None of what I'm going to say is that Anthony Richardson is ready to go. He's right there. Put, plug him in, coach, and he's good to go. CJ Stroud was my guy to pick in this in this draft. I had him circled well, since well. last year, since since before the draft, and we did in 2022. I have been. I had been look. I told you this. I even said it in the last fucking uh, podcast, uh, so you can go back and look at it. The problem I have with this is that you're 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 an L- you're being an NFL talent evaluator. You're being you're looking at this from a football coach's perspective, okay? And you're not really. You might be paying lip service to, it, but you're not at all really looking at it from a fantasy owner's perspective. The point of why I picked Anthony Richardson with the 103 and why I was glad that I got a chance to get him at 103. Uh, and frankly, I will say, I would have taken Bryce Young or Bijan if they'd been there at that point. I'm not one of those clowns now who's saying Anthony Richardson is the 101 in this draft, which that's become the consensus now, I will point okay. out. Yeah, um, I changed my mind on it because of the fact that like I love CJ Stroud. I think his fundamentals are absolutely incredible. He is a quarterback who can you, you can put on the field day one and who will put the ball everywhere it needs to go. Like his distribution chart from last year for how for where he was putting the ball around the field. You know, you look it up on uh, I think Underdog uh, Fantasy did a did a did distribution charts for all four of the Q- QBs this year. And his was incredible. Like the amount of green on that on that on that distribution chart was incredible for a rookie quarterback coming in. Now a lot of people had uh, negs to put on him about having an and like an, a top tier NFL caliber uh, wide receiving core uh, when he was doing that. But it didn't bother me because he's able to put the ball literally on any point of their body. You, it doesn't matter if you've got fucking um, if you've got. Justin Jefferson, or if you have 
uh, fucking Khalil Shakir. You know, <laughs> you can put the ball if you could put the ball wherever you need to put the ball on the football field. You're going to be successful as a quarterback. CJ Stroud's going to be a successful quarterback. There's no question about that to me. It'd be a great pick to have at the 104. But if I have to choose between somebody who has a chance to be possibly the QB one in one of the years where I'm a competitive team while I have him, keeping in mind that I have him for four years on the contract, or three years on the contract, the option of the last year, and um, the possibility of re-signing him if he hits his ceiling. Because let's be real, this isn't a dynasty dynasty. This is a contract league. It's basically a long keeper league in a way. Um, so you ha- like my perspective on it was, I want to get a chance of getting a guy who could be, could put up Cam Newton numbers at some stage in that three year span. Do I think the Colts are going to see him play shit for, because they threw him on the field right away and he sucks for his rookie year and decide never to give him a chance again? I think the chances of that are incredibly low, especially since Jim Irsay is the guy who's like, fucking I want this guy, the owner of the club, who's the most notoriously biggest asshole behind Dan Snyder, <laughs> completely over-involved, telling his team, this is what we're going to do, wants to be Jerry Jones. Um and is an even worse, even worse version of Jerry Jones. The Diet uh, Coke Jerry Jones. Coke. Exactly. So the reason why I did that, I em- made the decision em- after em- a long, painful, painful, long time, mincing over it for about a month, uh, and I came to the conclusion that I would do it because, uh, and also it's why I was trying to trade up to get another pick because I still want to get CJ Stroud really badly. Um, but either way. The, what it comes down to is there's there's a there's an, an an outside chance that Anthony Richardson is is a it puts up Cam Newton numbers one year and is the number one quarterback uh, with rushing upside and maybe he clicks with some of his passing at some stage in one of the next three years and he he he, he gets me a championship on that basis or uh, and then there's also the, but is there the outside chance that CJ Stroud does that? Absolutely not, in my opinion. I think great quarterback, his ceiling, everyone is saying is Joe Burrow. I agree, I think he could do Joe Burrow stuff, but that's still not the QB1. And also, what do I think is the far more likely outcome with Stroud? He's a Dak Prescott type player, okay? And I think that's his floor. I think he he won't be worse than Kirk Cousins for fantasy, for instance. But at the end of the day, if I can go and overpay in free agency and buy Kirk Cousins for $30 while I have Anthony Richardson or while I have Cam Newton from 2013 uh, on my team and that's what I need to have consistent numbers and and the peaks of a Cam Newton from that time to get there and get the championship, I'll take that every day over having CJ Stroud, uh, over having two Kirk Cousinses, basically. So anyway... That's all I'm saying. I believe it's Kirk Cousin I. But at the t- at the same time though, like you can buy I'd love to have CJ Stray, don't get me wrong. I I I see his upside and I think he could very well be a Joe Burrow. It'd be brilliant to have a Joe Burrow. But if I can buy Dak Prescott next year for thirty three dollars on and those guys come up every people don't re sign Dak Prescott, they don't re sign Kirk Cousins. They don't re-sign Derek Carr. You can get these lads on the on in free agency in this league, but you can't get Cam Newton from 2013 because people re-signed the shit out of that that production. So that's why I did it. I think it's a very astute move fantasy-wise. 
even if Andy Richardson only becomes a good quarterback in shorts alone. QED. Okay. <laughs> right, now look, I, I appreciate the retort and the can the candor. Um, <laughs> um, no, look, again, you know, one of us will be right, one of us will be wrong. Um, and it'll be interesting to see. Oh, actually, no, if they both bust, then we're both wrong. Well, then, yeah, then, yeah then, <laughs> this hot debate will be completely... Uh, yeah, but... Um, yeah, look again. Mm. It'll, it'll be interesting to you know think back on this and like you know see who's getting slated and you know people can bring up that I think Mike I said Micah Parsons was going to be a shit edge rusher yeah. when he was coming out being drafted as a linebacker. Um, but I am going on the record here saying that Andy Richardson, much like Zach Wilson, mm. will not be good. I just think they're not comparable players because Zach Wilson's uh, rose and fall on on the fact that he's his passing game was just. All, all like he sure he had some rushing, but like they didn't draft him to run the ball. Uh, Anthony Richardson has been drafted because he will be able to run the ball and score touchdowns inside the twenty yard line with his legs. Uh, whether that lasts for three years and he gets hurt and all that shit, I get your point about Justin Fields and uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence has longevity over Justin Fields by a mile. Anthony Richardson could be out of the league even if he hits a high peak in five years, but. I'd rather have that one peak year where he's the QB1 yeah. and he's running the ball in from 20 yards 20 times a year and uh, and ha- and lose him the next year because there's a high chance I'll win a championship if that's the case. Okay, man, look, if you're all about your freaks and peaks... There you are, man. I'm all big, about it. Big pop-up pump. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, look, shoot for the stars, man, but yeah. it's, to me, it's... Uh, I don't know. I just think in that scenario mm. with the QB room you have, I know you love Jared Goff. I just think mm. having if it, like I think you, the way you were saying about Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott, like mm. if you're talking in real life, that that's the ceiling. Like okay, yeah, and I do. You know I wouldn't be too far disagreeing with like oh yeah, that's probably like if he gets in and around there, that'd be wouldn't shock me. But like in terms of fantasy, mm. that's rock solid to me. Like that's oh yeah, you nearly want that because. That's easier to me to see of like yeah that will happen versus oh yeah that might happen but it's far more likely mm. that that's going to go up in flames yeah. and uh, again to me now just playing it safer do you know what I mean so fair like, enough you're, no, you're so taking fun. you're taking, taking a chance you're taking the play I, I did I'm not I I, I I just wanted to be on uh, in no uncertain terms that I drafted Anthony Richardson expecting more than expecting for sure that mo- that he was going to do more than CJ Stroud over a longer period of time. Was like there CJ like- Stroud will be a starting NFL quarterback in this for our, probably 15 years. Like CJ Stroud will be like he I have that much faith in CJ Stroud as a player as a quarterback prospect that he will be a great NFL quarterback. He will be in the league for a long time and I think longer than Anthony Richardson will be but like at the same time I mean that athletic profile god damn anyway yeah. go on. but yeah I, look again I'm mm. in closing on I don't want to say to hedge my bets here mm. but like with Anthony Richardson like it, it, to me when I when, and this goes for nearly any quarterback mm. I watch the first thing I always start with is footwork and if I see mm. bad footwork I nearly just check out on a guy sure because it's just everything starts there. Like, like you, the first thing you do when you get the ball is you take a step back. And from there, whatever you do after that is dependent on where your mm. feet go and how you react and how you move around in the pocket. And I think people have this perception now because of Mahomes 
people think Patrick Mahomes has um, or like doesn't practice good mm. footwork because he has these ridiculous off balance throws where he's diving or he's throwing mm. it left handed or he's whatever but the thing is with Mahomes okay he has I will go as far as say he has good footwork mm. far from the best but if you watch Mahomes in college he used to run around like a fucking headless chicken and was fully dependent on how strong his arm was to just heave the ball as yeah. far as he could yeah. and okay he but he thinks oh he had a playmaking ability and whatever and like much like a lot of these guys like he's much obviously a much better prospect than a lot of the guys have come out but uh, in the last couple of years but the thing was his footwork was fucking dog shit mm. but he went to a team where he could sit behind the veteran of all veterans, Alex Smith, mm, who'd yeah. been around since the dawn of time at that point, he had the QB guru of fucking gurus yeah, yeah. as a coach. Yeah. And I okay, I'm not gonna fucking find a, an article now because it's how many years ago. But I can promise you, there's articles or whatever where it's clearly stated that Mahomes was told after being drafted that he wasn't starting mm-hmm. to work on his footwork. Like, don't worry about getting ready to play the Chargers and the Raiders and whatever else this year, twice a year, and studying. I don't want he wasn't studying coverages and whatever not. Mm-hmm. But the difference from, like, e- even at the end of that first year when he was thrown in on that game that didn't matter, the difference in his footwork there, and you can see him making a deliberate effort to be very precise with his feet in that game mm-hmm. versus his college uh, tape, is crazy. Like, that gap is fucking huge. And that's a huge reason I think yeah. he is successful now. Is because he's got a solid base to build off of. And then on top of that, he's, like, he's athletic enough and, like, he's crazy enough that he can pull off and he's brave enough to do all this magic. But so because of this, people think that footwork now is whatever. But, like, just, I guess and you're talking, I know you're talking about Zach, like Zach Wilson isn't a good comparison because he's not a rusher and all that. The rushing is whatever. Like to me, it's not so much. It's not important, mm-hmm. but it's just it is a huge part of the game. Obviously now, um, you know, says the guy with Jalen Hurts as his quarterback. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it it, it it longevity. And again, I get what you're saying. You're not too concerned about like if you get one year out of a three or four where you got a peak and you can go for a championship again. Do you know what? If and if that works out for you, it'd be like trading fucking Justin Jefferson for Todd Gurley if you win a championship doesn't matter how good CJ Stroud is and I'll agree and I'll 100% concede that but uh, just from a, a thing on my end it's just like okay the gap he has to overcome and like you said coked up Jim Irsay yeah. is going to want him in there he's not going to stomach Garden Minshew for long and the Colts are a much better situation than the Texans I think it's a lot closer than I think people will probably yeah. think it is but it is better there's more talent mm-hmm. proven talent yeah, there, there is, yeah. especially Jonathan Taylor is going to take so much pressure yeah. off him but uh, it, it's um, it, it, if Anthony Richardson is being prepped mm. to start the chances of him figuring out how to drop and how to read NFL coverages mm. versus the fucking basic shit he saw in college Good yeah. night. Yeah, Good no, no, no. I completely agree with you. No, I, I like. I, I don't. There's nothing. There's. No, I'm not turning around to you and saying no. You're wrong. There's no yeah. way I would do that. There's no way I would say no. Anthony Richardson, in fact, is better than CJ Stroud. There's no <laughs> planet on, on uh, in the galaxy that I would say Anthony Richardson is a better quarterback than CJ Stroud. On sure, I would even say CJ Stroud is a better pure passer than anyone in this draft. 
the difference between him and Bryce is the playmaking that Bryce adds with his passing. Yeah. Uh, like those like diving throws that you're talking about that that the like the things that like Patrick Mahomes is capable of that he does when he has to uh, outside of his mechanical footwork stuff that yeah. he does de- that he's made to that he's been drilled to do. And that's why Bryce probably is rightfully the number one quarterback in this this uh, in the in this draft, but yeah, no, like I I, I, I can see it totally, but I, I still don't think it was a bad pick. I I I minced over it. It was a tough decision, uh, but I I came down to it in the in the week before the draft and I went well, what, no, what I, I went what I thought was best. I I've gotten out of the thing of saying, like maybe I have said here my when I was ranting now, but like uh, thinking logically, I very rarely would say like. Oh yeah, it's a ba- you can't evaluate a pick now. Like mm. I can give my opinion on I don't think this will work out for you, and yeah. then we'll see how you know we come when we. Like, my thing is I, I like to do draft reviews after three years. To me, that's yeah, like, okay. Yeah, at that point, yeah, yeah. you can make a decision and okay if this guy has a six year come to Jesus moment, yeah. cool, good for him. But if you had three years of him and he was mm. shit, it was a shit pick at that point. That's do you know what true. I mean? Yeah, you yeah. missed out on someone else. Yeah. Um, so do you mean that's when I I'll kind of have a look at it? But uh, do you mean like? Like for anyone, I don't wish ill mm. on anyone other yeah. than the guys who play for the Cowboys. Yeah, and I hope Anthony Richardson gets in there, and you know, <laughs> Gardner Minshew is his yeah. veteran, shows them all. The, you know, hopefully, the hopefully Shane Steichen, who just had made Jalen Hurts, and Cam Turner, who was the head, who was the assistant quarterbacks coach for the Carolina Panthers in 2015 when they went to the Super Bowl, uh, can find a way. To maybe turn Anthony Richardson into some shell of what Cam Newton was and Jalen Hurts was last year, possibly. Not that I'm saying that's going to happen, and I think a lot of people overblow those narratives. But if I, yeah. if he's in the hands of someone who might be able to maximise what the 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 talents that he brings to the table, I think those guys might be a good place to start. Oh, Cam Turner also, Kyler Murray's quarterback coach as well. Fast. Okay. Three years, four years. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, we will we'll probably better move on. Probably boring people with this now at this stage. But uh, well, I mean, look, there's to me now. Like, I could skim through the rest of the draft, but like, it's uh, you had more to go with me at over anyway. I yeah, no, me. like, do you know what I mean? I I think me getting Joey Porter at four six is the real highlight of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely is. One hundred percent. Um, yeah, no, um, look. Again, the rest of the draft it's not just a who's who or or whatever it's you know like you can say oh yeah I love Sam Laporta and or whatever his mm. name is and I think a 2.6 he's a steal um, and I think Hendon Hooker a 2.12 is a steal even though he's yeah. red shirting for a year I love his upside but um, have you seen his mechanics though have you seen his footwork like, oh, yeah it's better than Andy Richardson's <laughs> Well, maybe not at the moment with the fucking knee of his, but <laughs> um, but uh, anyway. All he knows is RPOs. Man. Yeah, all he knows is RPOs. All he knows is RPOs. Yeah, he yeah. He doesn't know how to run an NFL offense. Uh, yeah. Um. Um. Anyway. <laughs> besides, he's behind the rod. You don't. You do not doubt. There's no the one rod. else to bet. No one better. The carbon from. rod. Is, he's holding the door shut now. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, Saving us all. Yeah, like it was. I I I I I'm pretty sure I made it fairly publicly known. Like I had checked out this draft class mm, yeah, fairly yeah. early on. I mean, it's not. I'm not trying to shit on it or whatever. It's not. It's not mm. to do with that. It's just at the end of the day, like I'm. 
Well, I mean, a couple of highlights you could say probably are, in fairness, like Will Levis going at one eight. But I don't think that's unusual for Superstars. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. That's. It'll be interesting. And, and, yeah, it's an interesting pick. Um, I mean, Quentin Johnston going all the way to the end of the first round. Arguably, Zach Charbonnet too. I mean, I know a lot of people are low on him because of the situation, but um, in terms of talent, he's one of only maybe two or three guys in this draft who has the skill set to be a three-down running back. Yeah. Um, not that he's going to be, given that he'll be giving up some carries to Ken Walker, but he has a he was drafted. He he was he was like targeted in the draft. They they wanted to get him in for a role that they're going to give him. Uh, I love his talent, and I actually really was crossing my fingers that he'd fall to one twelve. But speaking of Alvin Kamara and handcuffs, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got Kendra. Yeah, landed in your lap again. I would have taken him there. Do you know what I mean? No problem. Yeah, I think most people probably. I don't think it's a bad pick getting Kendra there at all. No, sure. Look, it's a bit of a punt because you know, like if that backfield could end up any which way really if Alvin Kamara even if Alvin Kamara was suspended for eight eight plus games, which is not gonna happen now I doubt. But uh uh yeah, sure. That's that's it really. Yeah. Um no I I, I think one of the things I I uh, one thing I love about draft classes is uh whether some really nice IDP prospects mm. and like yeah, don't like don't get me wrong, like Jalen Carter, like obviously he was much higher, much more highly regarded than mm. I had him. Uh, mm. And I think because again, it's it's like I'd look at interior linemen the way I'd look at kickers in another league where it's like, okay, yeah, it's nice to have one, but I'm not really going to go way out yeah. of my way to go and get one unless I'm getting what's oh, his yeah. name for the kick, uh, Justin Tucker. Um, but like, uh, like Jack Campbell, like. Mm. I don't mind him. He he. I, I'm not going to mm. say who is my linebacker one from this class, um, but um, he isn't it. I, I I like someone else more than him. But um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, but the situation he's in, I like the the line situation. And even yeah. though it's that they're completely fucking me and my boy over, I, I, he'll slot in and he'll start. I mean, there's no way Rodriguez is going to start over him. Um, for as much as they loved him in Hard Knocks last year. Yeah, uh, like I, the, to be honest with you, I agree with the preliminary point you're making there uh, wholeheartedly in the fact that this year was a real down year for IDPs. Uh, like obviously, like Jalen Carter, you said, is another uh, is a gen, not generational. He is, I'm not He's a hugely word. high ceiling. I agree. He, he is an incredible high ceiling. As uh, like like you say, picking him in the middle of the second is a reach. It is for any interior lineman, unless it's like one hundred percent going to be Aaron Donald. Um, but uh, the way I look at it is, the pick in the in in the air in the in the positions that are usually drafted highly in IDP drafts, there it was fairly bare. Uh, in yeah. fact, before uh, the the actual draft, I didn't really rate any of the linebackers in the top in the top of the second round. No, um, not a chance. I kind of looked at Dayan Henley as being possibly a like Mark, Micah Parsons light type, versatile uh, guy. I think he went to a shit situation anyway, and I don't think he was drafted until quite towards the end of this draft, if at all. Um, I think he was a comp pick. Yeah, uh, I know Dorian Williams was there to replace that Tremaine Edens shit player uh, in it just tackle tackle fucking. Gouger, uh, in uh, in Buffalo, uh, and uh, he he was I I drafted him. He was a guy 
whose tape I kind of liked. Yeah. And then I saw reports that he was getting the green dot at Buffalo's mini camp, and I was like, hello. Yeah, fair <laughs> a, a rookie getting a green dot in yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, no, no, that, no, that's fair enough, yeah. And, and then obviously, like, Drew Sanders is another lad, but I, I yeah. think probably he won't be getting uh, uh, much ahead of uh, our uh, the, the great white hope over there. What's his name? Um, Where's number 47 for the for the, for the the Broncos? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I know. I, you know, anyway, everyone uh, knows. Singleton? Knows. No. No. Not Singleton. Josie no, Jewell. Josie Jewell, that's it. Yeah, it's a crowded... I, I, I think Jewell got hurt, maybe. Yeah, he had a higher yeah. average, yeah. Uh, so I think Josie Jewell would probably be the more uh, valuable uh, uh, Denver linebacker. But anyway, look, uh, I, I didn't... I, I didn't see... Jack Campbell being a great, uh, a great like uh, uh, skilled linebacker, but he did have the three down skill set. Uh, he, you know, he had the draft capital, uh, and I just was like, I had missed out on getting, uh, <laughs> I'd missed out on getting Will Anderson, and I was like, I want, I, I had targeted an IDP at two or three, and I didn't actually have him that far behind Will Anderson because of the situation, but uh, yeah, like you say, he's gonna get his go. He's the, he was the 18th pick. Like, I mean, how is he not going to get a chance? So, yeah. My hot take is in three to four years, we will be drafting fullbacks in the fourth round. Whoa. I'm gonna, that's my last point that I want to make. The fullback renaissance is coming. I know, I know, I'm probably two, I'm probably a few years ahead of it, like I am with most of my fucking predictions. But uh, mm. the fullbacks are coming, Nick. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they are, yeah, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you. Yeah, these just, tiny yeah. linebackers. Absolutely, just running. like the wedge. The wedge is coming back as well. <laughs> Wait for the wedge. <laughs> the wedge. The wedge. Yeah, we'll have the wedge. The wedge will be the key tactic next year, and what'll happen is uh, everyone will just basically turn into a rugby style ball and run the entire pitch. <laughs> Teams are just gonna be running with the Eagles. Yeah, 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 the Eagles are just yeah. converting their offense to QB sneaks. There you go. I, I called play. it. I fucking called it. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm fucking telling you. What? Actually, do, do you have any take on that? Actually, we're close to that. Is like what, what the Eagles are doing with the sneaks. Like, like will they change? Like, because they, they were talking of changing their rule this year, and it got shut down. I can't remember why, but like, no, like I what they're know. doing at the moment. Like, it, I don't want to say it's unstoppable. But, like, I mean, like no one has really stopped it, and like it's two three yards easy. Wait till uh, wait till Vita V. And Kalija Kansi get in those two A gaps. <laughs> Good luck. Actually, I would mind seeing Vina Vey in the uh, A gap for the winner. That'd be that'd be that'd be <laughs> like you know heavyweight showdown. That'd be primetime TV. For oh us. yeah, oh yeah. That'd be incredible. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I'd love to see an L the Eagles Buccaneers game. The problem is like we wouldn't be able to stop your wide receivers, so it'd actually be a shit game. But uh, <laughs> to be no, if, be like supposing like AJ Brown, like we the Buccaneers and the and the and the Eagles play a game, but like AJ Brown is not allowed to play receiver. He's only allowed to play fullback. And that's how we do it. Yeah, that's what Maybe, I think. Yeah. That'd be a very entertaining game. Anyway. Yeah. Um, no, nah, curious. Right, uh, yes, look, we'll do a proper podcast of predictions, fantasy, mm. and maybe real life related. Yeah. Um, where you can forecast Anthony Richardson for a rookie of the year. <laughs> and I can laugh at you a bit. Well, if I thought he was going to be a rookie of the year, I wouldn't have signed Geno Smith. So <laughs> I'll just put it to you that way. 
Uh, Richards, I'm, I'm not expecting what people in redraft leagues are expecting this year, uh, but we'll, we'll see where it goes. So you're rolling into your planning. I suppose Goff is a decent yeah, starter. Goff, well, uh, Tannehill, actually, to be fair. Tannehill was, with the exception of last year, okay, he was a QB1. Okay, I'm killing this. I'm, d- d- what are you I, talking you about? are not big enough Tannehill there. Are you joking? Place. He just got uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, the, the great history of the Titans. Sorry, no, hang on a season. hot second there, young man. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, no, now, respect respect the process here respect. on old right hand. You were bidding on him. You, I, I, had to be, I had to pay him to get him away from you. You had him at like $6 last year, so so you clearly think he's half decent at least. Like, yeah, look, he didn't have a great year last year. I'll tell I'll give you that. But 260 points the year before that, he was good enough for a QB1. 360 points the year before that, he was good for a top fucking eight performance in fantasy that year. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think probably be worth $7 for two years, possibly. Anyway, yeah. We'll see. Oh, sorry, I forgot Will Levis is there. So he's going to be uh, the he's gonna be the big man now, yeah. Anyway. We'll see. Uh, right, so look, no other closing thoughts, Nick. Uh, no. No, not really. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm uh, happy. Out, happy out. Happy out. How about yourself? Yeah, no, I'm good. I mean, look, I'm. I don't say mortally wounded. I'm just so sad with like how much this off season has fucked me. Like, yeah. I know Kyler Murray. Like, okay, that's that's my own fault. Do you know what I mean? And like, I, I had to make that move because yeah. I wasn't getting one of the quarterbacks I wanted in free agency. That was proven to me. Yeah. But like, just like the Saquon thing. Like that, when I signed him. I was like, yeah, because I won't be good for two years. Mm. But year three, baby, that's going to be my win. Yeah. And he's fucking going to hold out. And even if he plays week one, like I said in the group, he's going to fucking, it's going to be some niggly hamstring or his calf, or he's just not going to try as hard because he's completely unmotivated now. Yeah. And why wouldn't he be? Because they're getting, they're absolutely fucking him. He should be paid. He's not. Like, wide receiver trees are making more than running backs. Yeah. It's tragic and uh, it's completely fucking disheartening me it's yeah, just broke so my little heart is just all I can think about is I want to go and go fishing and run my sushi restaurant <laughs> that's my main focus now oh man I want to win like restaurant of the year or whatever open up a chain of sushi restaurants yeah. Um, so yeah that, yeah if you take away nothing else from this podcast guys buy Dave the Diver it's like 80 yeah. euro on yeah. Steam just buy it Sounds great, actually, in fairness. Yeah, yeah it'll probably run in your piece of shit laptop. It will. Yeah, You'd like, be surprised what runs on this fucking thing. Yeah, it's crazy, like, yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, right. Well, lads, deuces. Season unwanted. And talk to you soon. Season unwanted. We don't have to be adversaries, Homer. We both want a fair union contract. Why is Mr. Burns being so nice to me? And if you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Wait a minute. Is he coming on to me? I mean, if I should slip something into your pocket, what's the harm? Oh, my God, he is coming on to me. After all, negotiations make strange bedfellows. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Burns, but I don't go in for these backdoor shenanigans. Sure, I'm flattered, maybe even a little curious, but the answer is no.